Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it with, you made it with, you made it with. What's happening, weirdos? In a, an amazing episode with uh, one of my wonderful friend, Jesse Klein, an incredible writer, stand-up, performer. She's just the best. So let's get to it as quickly as possible. There is no ad. There's nothing I have to plug. This is so surreal. I'm actually recording this intro uh, from the set of Crashing, which we are filming, and it is just unbelievable, a dream come true. I keep running into weirdos on the street, and it's just so fun to even... Uh, feel you guys as your personal support uh, and your kind words. So thank you for listening. Uh, I appreciate you guys, and I hope you like this when it comes out. And in the meantime, and uh, I, I still, I'm planning on never missing one. I'm really trying for that. We're recording on the weekends, and it's been going great. And uh, one weekend, I was happy that Jesse was available. I've been wanting to get her on for a long time, and here it is. Uh, there's T-shirts and all that stuff at PeteHolmes.com. Other than that, let's just enjoy this. All right, guys, get into it. I brought my own water because I wasn't sure there would be a water at this Ooh, podcast. Ooh, child. There is. Um, There's Arrowhead and that sparkling original Arrowhead. Should I put this on? You may. Ooh, so good to see so you. Good to see you. You have Sincere. a little thing in your teeth. No, no, no leave no, I it. Don't, leave I don't. Everyone just do your most authentic. Is there a right left? Authentic. Red is right. Red is right. Um, Red I'm going to take right. a bite of a kind bar and then. Do it. Get that blood sugar it. up. Mm, this is for you. So what? It's your butt. We didn't need it. Nobody needed it. Nobody wants it. This Nobody is amazing. Needs it wants it. Fine. You'll grow out of it. I'm going to no. read this book. You know who else is going to read this book? Sweet Lady Val. She tears through these things. Oh, Sweet Lady Val. My girlfriend. Uh, oh, believe me. I know who Sweet Lady Val is. I can't believe you listen to this podcast. When do you listen to podcasts? I'm honored. Now that I'm here. Well, or listening to it I live. I listened in the car. Oh, because. Okay, so I'm in New York. I reached out to you just for the summer, and I reached out to you because you're my consummate New York guest, and you're not. And now I'm in LA for two days, and we're here at ten in the morning. We switched. We switched. We switched. Beat. But I think we had lunch at that Italian restaurant where I believe you used to or still do. I, we're not going to out where you live, but you live near an Italian restaurant. <laughs> is this too much? This is too much. It's been really nice. <laughs> Pete, how's your pilot going? I'm just saying, I go to that restaurant. And I it's think the best restaurant. Jesse's right there. Barpedi. But you're not. I'm not there. You're not there anymore. No. What? Here full? Pretty much. But doesn't Amy Schumi's right in New York? They do. We'll see what happens. <clears throat> I would maybe go back. Oh, you're you're obviously not there now. Not there. You're done writing. I'm here. Here. You're, We're done writing. You're here. That will be the last bite. No. I didn't need any breakfast, but now I'm done. You didn't need any. So Do you need... want some green juice? <laughs> Come on, Pete. <laughs> Although, Jesus fucking Christ. It's a dark green. Is this mass produced at a big factory in China? <laughs> oh, it's not? <laughs> it's artisan. Is it artisan? Uh, yeah, it's artisan. There's nothing about this that nope, we know that nope. it's done in a small batch. It's funny that you said that because I drink these wee green teas. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't so bring you one. Now. No, I know. But I'm, I'm the softest, healthy person Are we recording already know. or no? Of course. Uh, of course. Wait, Jesse Klein, on? the book is You'll Grow Out Sarah. of It. I can't hear How myself. is your? Uh, you're number two. Right here. Oh, right here you can adjust. Is that better? 
I don't. Oh, yeah. Just play with that one. Oh, I love the sound of my own voice. Do I didn't you? mean for you this to be. I really didn't mean for you this to be like. I'm coming reply, on the show reply, to talk about. I was just like, oh, because they're. Just it's see? like, oh. I I'm sorry. I we wrote don't a book. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's your next book. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. I wrote, I wrote a, book. a book. I'm so sorry. I just don't want to do anything. I'm sorry. Did you I got... get the thing in my teeth? By the way, no, nope. nope. still there. But it's fine. And now I only see it if you smile really big. But I'm gonna. It's gonna be that kind of podcast. Are you gonna feel like I'm gonna use? You the can't cam. continue. No, you know, I, I don't, I feel like you have to keep lugging at he, it. Wait, seriously, just tell me quickly what's it. going on with your pilot. I don't see it. You're going to edit this, right? I don't see it. This gets edited? Oh, I see. It's really back there. It, no, you're I on the wrong having... side. What? <laughs> wait. Point oh, to Oh, now it. it's gone. Yeah, I got it. Oh, now you just got it. I just now got it. You're just going on. I'm in New York to shoot the show. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. Holy fuck. We did a table read on Friday. You've been there. At table reads, yeah, yeah. I no, I, I'm saying that like yeah. siege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you've been no, I've been at a table. I've been at table reads, and sometimes reads. you have a great feeling leaving them. Well, sometimes you have a feeling of Ooh, right. Ooh. Ooh, but I also, I actually feel like, I feel like sometimes things go for the most part better than you thought they would. This was uh, this was the case. And, yeah. Uh, you, but you're going in and, uh, you know, I've never worked so hard and so concentratedly. You were Concentratedly. Concentratedly. Yes. Ali. I don't believe that this is the most concentratedly you've ever worked. It was the most, it was the most uh, reading I had done. The talk show would be like, uh, this is, don't make this about me. You wrote a book. No, I don't know. No, don't tell me. You you just held up the book like we're on Jay Leno where we see your fingertips. We see your fingertips on a close-up. tiny hot dog I honestly just wanted to give this to you for your girlfriend. No, I will read this. For sweet, sweet Val. This is sweet lady Val. But here's the thing. She's just better about it. I will. The CAD. There's a chapter called CAD. The there's CAD. a chapter called the CAD. It's like in the Book of Mormon, there's a book, I always say this, there's a book called uh, Ether. Which I, oh, you're not talking about the Broadway No, musical. no, no, no. You're talking about the actual I Book of Mormon. I just saw that, though. You just saw it? What did you think? For the second. For the second. I saw it twice. I saw it twice. I fucking loved so it. Good. Loved it both times. Second time I watched it, I was like, oh, there's no part that I'm like, this part. You're just like, this part. Oh, every single part is <laughs> every this. Well, part. you know what, actually? Mm-hmm. I have one mm-hmm. part. Hit it. But I love, this is not, yeah, yeah, yeah. now I feel like a dick. No, you can point, if you're looking at a big golden Buddha and there's like one part of his toenail it's that's just a little. It's the one thing that makes me feel like, I mean, I feel like such a. It's fine. Like this, now we're so interested. Failure. We I already leave. said we're so into it. We love, <laughs> we love it. it. We love it. We love it. I can't it. wait to see what it is. Um. Orlando, when she, when um huh? when what's the name of the character? The main but, guy. No, 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 no. The the, the main guy, the the Josh Gad guy, and then the gay man. No, no, no. The, one of the women, the the love interest, like the I want to say she's like. It's been many years now since I've gone. Love interest, or like she's yeah, Orlando. I feel like there's one where the girl sings about. Disney World and it's boring oh, to me. It's not as exciting. Jesus. I you know will I mean? agree because it's a little more earnest. Every, I bet that actress, look, it's like a perfect show. Even it's a perfect show. Every uh, Oriental rug has a little, uh, you Pete, can say it. You may say it. What? <laughs> you may say you. Oriental rug. I'm going to bust you, you because they're from the Orient. The car, no, you don't even know what I'm going to say, babe. Okay, But I can say Oriental in rug. In the car right? on the way here. Yeah. I was listening to the Elizabeth Gilbert one. Oh, she sat right here. Where you also talk about the Oriental rug. Having and one the mistake. Flaw. 
and the mistake. Isn't it funny that I'm worried, actually. That's why I just said. But it's such a great. I mean, I think about that at Ether. least once a month. The Ether. mistake that's put into the a intentional thing. mistake. The intentional mistake. Now we have IKEA that puts like the the intentional mistakes in like like a bubble of gas in your glass because what? we realize that humans like things that go. This is the only one. Oh 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 oh. That's like, what a lava oh, lamp is. is. A lava lamp one. is like I'm only for this you, is baby. The only I'm one. I'm like how changing. we want to feel about ourselves. Right. I'm the only one. So so perfect music. Musical. Perfect musical. That one. I just piece. thought I would agree because I remember thinking. Just as that was a, funny. I was just going to say, as a woman, <laughs> yeah. as a woman, I remember as thinking, as a cis woman, as a as a sister woman, a cis woman, like a, a cis. Do you not know that term? No, cis. That Do you, Katie, know what cis means? Katie, what's cis? It's, uh, Is it an acronym? No. No. It okay. Just means like, I mean, the opposite of transgender. Like yeah, a I've been working on Transparent oh, the last few months. Have you? Yes, yeah, so now I know everything. Did you know it took me two seasons to realize he's a, a trans parent? She, excuse me? It's she's great a great title. I, I wasn't trying to be funny. One of there. the great titles. Transparent. It's Transparent. almost so good. It's Transparent, like, and yet the meaning of, of that word. Right? It fits. It almost fits so good. It fits that so perfectly. You it's... want a bubble of gas to go through <laughs> it to mess it up a little bit. That show's um, so good. It's so good. It's so. I good. have nothing to do with anything you've seen. I just started I doing it. I'm so, sure. I yeah. figured. I'm gonna. I'm. My husband has said to me numerous times, "Please don't ruin transparency." You can't do it. I am not. Old Judd Apatow told me some story about like so he, he tried. <laughs> I just meant like old Judd old Apatow. Judd Apatow. It's such a. It's such a Judd Apatow. It's such a it's such a name drop. Yeah, you see what okay. I'm saying? No, I'm I saying old. If you say old, it's something yeah. whimsical. Oh, now. Yeah, no. Old. Yeah, but I told it's a story about how he tried to do something with Matt Weiner. Yeah, I believe it was Matt Weiner. And uh, old Matt Weiner had it worked out. I don't know if this is true. I'm gonna have to check if I can even tell the story. I think it's fine. It's fine. No one listens had to it this. Worked, I'm just gonna had it worked out. I think it's just a scheduling thing. Mad Men would not have existed. It would have been like something else. Oh. So Judd will joke like, I almost destroyed the greatest show of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now Thank you're God. there. Thank God. Coming in on three. Coming in on three. Coming in on the hot three with Transpair. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor. Old Tams. Old Tams. Killing it. Killing it. Just killing it. It's so crazy. It's That's a-, a table read. Yes. I went to my first Transparent table read. There are just those moments. I don't know. There are those moments where... Like for me as like a humble, you know, just such a, such humble origins. <laughs> you know where I, I like, I've now been like, you know, right. You've got, like, I still don't, I walk into this table read and it's Jeffrey Tambor and yep. Gabby Hoffman and yep. Jay Dupas and Amy yep. Landiker and yep. all these people. And they're watching them read a play for you. Yeah. And you feel, and it's like. That's the key. And fucking Judith Light. Yeah. And. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I am so lucky yeah. just to get to see this part. Right. Don't hustle it's... in in a huff with some stupid bag overflowing with scripts and a, a coffee that wasn't made to your liking. <laughs> yeah. And sit in the back and stressed out answering texts. Watch the play. Watch the play. Watch the play. But I, that's why I actually, I love, I love to bring it around to what you were talking about. Be in it terms around. of your thing. Bring, <laughs> Be it around. Bring it around. I love. I do love going to table reads. They're fun. I love them. I love being a part of the table read. I love the feeling to... of vulnerability about it because yes. it's new. It's nude. And people are nerd. It's not just it's new. new. It's, it's nude. nude. Nude parent. There's like stuff it's... in there where you're like, oh no! Like you're gonna hear the line that's in there where I'm like, 
is that too personal? You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah, something yeah. like that. Go yeah. to the table read. Go this, to the table read. That's why they auction off these tickets to table reads. I really do. I love a good, I love I've, a bad table read. I like all of them. I just all, like the feeling of people are nervous. Even fancy yeah, people are yeah. nervous. Well, You're now a fancy yeah. person. Well, Judd well, is fancy. Well, Judd is mm, just old take it. Judd. Just be quiet and take it. <laughs> just be quiet and take it. You can take it. Amy Schumer's a fancy person. Let's be. And by the way, this isn't, uh, that wasn't to make it uh, com- comparative. I'm not like, oh, one day. Oh, God. Salt Lake. Uh, no, it's not. God willing. Yeah. Well, somebody, okay, so the wardrobe people on our show mm. were on Amy's show, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Dana, and I oh, was sure. like, yeah, you do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. I'm blanking on the fella's name, and I feel bad. What? I oh. just, uh, I haven't seen him in months, so it's not bad that I'm, oh, shit. <laughs> Um, you can't see, but Pete just lashed out at me physically <laughs> from his own frustration. But I remember I, Pete her. just struck me. <laughs> I have been punching you every every once in a while. Just every so wait, so once. tell me what happened. Remember your bit about hot dog down the hallway? Oh God! Think about it. I think about it. So true. Now, if it was true then. <laughs> Now I had a baby. Ah, ah, oh my god! Now it's like a marble down the fucking entrance to the Museum of Natural History. There's a chandelier. Just like a marble goes through <laughs> the fucking brontosaurus's legs. <laughs> your, oh your, your hallway has a chandelier like your vagina has a uvula now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have sex anymore. What were you saying about the wardrobe Are you person? Off to sex? No, wait. Let's finish this story. I'm gonna. I want it. this to feel. What I love about this podcast is how yeah. it feels. Like when it can, like I like that it's just like really talking about like deep stuff. Real I just listened talk. to Gary Shandling one. Amaze, oh right? Amaze, amaze. I never listen, but of course you listen to. I like when it feels like it's not two comedians. So let's yeah. not be ourselves. <laughs> so wait, the wardrobe people. I'll, I'll tell you a funny story about that too. Is okay, I, we were we were going Judd again. Judd and I are together a lot. Yeah, and then we were uh, listening to an excerpt from the Gary podcast, and Gary goes like. You know, I've had a, a couple spiritual experiences, and then he goes on, and then we get off the topic. Yeah. And, of course, he's passed. So this isn't really funny. And then Judd kind of looks at me, and he goes, you should have asked him. <laughs> you should have asked him, like, what? Yeah. And he was just, like, right. I've never had yeah. that experience where I was like, whoops. Oh, my God. When he like talks a, a about. cosmic whoops. He talks about, like, dying. I know, a lot. He talks about but dying. He talks about being ready to die. He talks about being ready to die. And then I'm. I think about this all the time. I'm. Listening to it at home on my Peloton spin bike. Don't yeah. unstock in it, but I'm trying. To, whatever. No, I'm 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 like listening to it, pedaling away. I love Gary Shandling so much, and yeah. so I was like, oh, thank God, there's like this trove. Yeah. And then we get into the death stuff, and I'm like, oh my I god. Know, and I then know. he's saying he's ready for death, and I've been thinking about death a ton, and now I, I'm like I scared to talk more. about it. Yeah. Because I'm like, if this is me talking about death, does that mean I'm going to die? And then they're going to listen to the death stuff i can't even say it i'm I jinxing know, it. i know what you mean though. you know what i mean yeah but this is what it is this i was thinking about this is. on the ride in okay and I, w- I was like oh i haven't driven in a while right right uh, and i'm back in my car and i'm like is this how far back i sat that's kind of ballsy you know what i mean because I'm, I'm i'm rusty so i'm getting closer up wow i'm getting closer up to the wheel yep, i'm adjusting yep. the mirrors for more of a nerd posture sure sure nerds yeah. are very safe yeah i drive my position at the steering wheel is like when a squirrel is eating a nut and it's like just its little hands right at its chin if a squirrel punched. found a leather donut you got it 
That's it. Or just give it a yeah, nickel. exactly. So you're you're. So I'm I'm nerding it yeah. up because I'm also. It's just kind of like because I haven't been driving. You suddenly remember like what's dangerous about driving. You're like, oh my god, literally everything, everything, literally everything about it. I saw a woman coming out of the hospital. So immediately you have like hospital prejudice. Hospital you're like, feelings. they probably told you not to drive because yeah. their eye drops, and you're like, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're I, already a ghost. Please don't drive. <laughs> so a ghost falls in front of me. Ghost in the mystery in front van. Of you. And I uh, and she she was very goofy. She does like a too late anyway. So it got me thinking about death. And then I just started thinking about Gary, obviously, and because you know. And then I said to Gary, and this this just happened. This is a fantasy. And I was just like, uh, oh my god, I gotta go. I gotta go back. I, there's shit. There's so much shit. Not. I don't mean in the classic way. I just mean like. I'm on the way to my podcast. Uh, Val and I are going to a wedding tonight. Yeah. And he's like, that's how it is, man. That's how it is. It just drops. Right. It just drops. It just drops. Because we don't think about that. That's why I, I bored you with that whole No, thing. no, 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 no. Because But imagine- I'm amazed that you had a fantasy Very- about dying that included, like, written dialogue between you and Gary Shanley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean— I could storyboard it for you. No, but I know you do. I have, I have those things where you go into, like, very, very detailed sort of tidbits about how things would play out. Out. But so you, right. yeah, that's what it is. It's but that's crazy. And that I went and saw um, the Avid Brothers last night, and they oh. were amazing. Amazed. at the Greek. At the Greek. I was going to get tickets to that. I saw them in Central Park a few years ago. It was one of the Just best concerts. <laughs> yeah, they're on a blanket. <laughs> they're on a blanket drinking yuhus. Ah. No, I saw them play. It was like one of the best concerts I've ever been to. It was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. The energy of that is amazing. A lot of the music I like, uh, take Radiohead, for example, not exactly a great, it's great, but it's not like, this is a hoedown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can't compete with a, a hoedown. Yeah. No, no, no. They're just like, come on! And we're like, <laughs> yeah! Radiohead, it sounds amazing, it looks amazing, yeah. but you're not going to have the same experience. No, it's please be quiet while Radiohead plays. Exactly. Please gently weep over here. <laughs> Think about a broken relationship here. You didn't finish telling me the wardrobe story that started all this. Yeah, that's true. I that's was talking true. about you being a fan. Oh, but the Ava brothers sing a oh. lot about dying, dying, oh. and how it everything ends. Yeah, and I can't think of a specific lyric right now, but it's this really fun music. And then this, the lyrics are all just kind of like, we're all acting like this is real, but you're going to die <laughs> any second. So spread some love because everything you're fighting about is just a game. Like yeah, that's the Avid Brothers. And it's really weird to stand there and listen to that. And, and that's part of the fun of music. I saw the head and the heart as well. And they have an, a lyric that I can't, again, I can't remember, but it was something about like, I get lost in myself. Right, okay. so there they are singing. I get lost in myself. I get lost in myself. <laughs> and they're, and doing, every, these they're hand doing this motions. with the hands. This yeah. isn't a TV show. Yeah. Nobody knew I was yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah. You didn't the have hands. to point this. Yeah, kind of no, but it's a lot. It's hands. a lot. <laughs> and here's like 30 million people. I don't know. And we're all singing happily. I get lost in myself, which is like a very profound. Yeah. So this is my point. Death happens suddenly, and it's just wah, gone. You never know. And you never know. You never know. Or you're lost. And you're, like all these things that we not, we're not talking about are very helpful. And dare I say it's the artist's job to talk about making us think about them. Yeah. What do you think? What do I? <laughs> <laughs> so all of that, your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just mean I'm yammering. I'm yammering. No. I'm yammering. I, uh, I mean, if we want to continue on the death theme, sure. Sure. It's a Saturday fancy. morning. We, we oh, fancy. We well, won't, We won't forget to talk about that. You know what's funny? Because so... I had a baby. Yeah. Um, Must change Totos. Um, he's 10 months old now. 
and um, he Smoking. came out of <laughs> Smoking. Smoking. Rolling tight, Just, tight Oh, my cigars. God. <laughs> Track marks. Um, he's the cutest. Here, wait. I'm going to show you just for two seconds. Just, I yeah. know. Here, I'm just saying, like, oh off God. the charts. He's off the charts. Oh, my God. Oh, hi, Kenno. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He looks like a little pumpkin that you picked. He's like a little peanut. He's a peanut pumpkin. He's a little peanut pumpkin. Oh. Um, but he's all the edible foods. He's all the foods. He came out of my vagina yep. last June. Um, I had been very nervous about him coming out of my vagina. We, you were uh, going to do the C-section? I was going to elect a C-section, which yep. is very controversial. Is it? Uh, well, pregnant ladies tend to be very, there's a lot of, a lot of judgments. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you know this. There's a lot of judgments. Um, and then, anyway, the long. Well, it's a, it's, it's, it's in the vein of uh, vegans are annoying. You know, I'm vegan. Mm-hmm. we're annoying. Yep. Pregnant women, I have to imagine, similarly annoying because it can it's, get really it's annoying. Body rules. It, it's body. It's, it's body, it's body rules. rules, and then it continues on into like perfect mother rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're gonna do that. Oh, you're gonna do that. You're you're like, are you sure it. that won't kill it? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm pretty sure. And you're gonna get it. You were gonna get a C. I was like, I wanted to do the C. You know and what then, I don't like about the C? What do you not like about the C? I don't. How, that they make an appointment and they're like, that's when your baby will be born. That's 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 what so I weird. wanted about that's, it. Ah, that's what I wanted. You liked but it. it's also you wanted to Amazon one click but your baby. T- <laughs> <laughs> but it's totally weird. It is absolutely weird. Anyway, what it ended part? up Stop glossing. What? You talk about this. C-section. I'm talking about no, I just mean I think I don't think you realize how interested I am and how annoying it was that people didn't want you to get a C section. Oh no, 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 no. T- I mean, uh it's I was really, really scared of labor. Yeah. Really scared. Because of the pain. Because of the pain. Yeah, mainly because of the pain. <laughs> and just the whole experience. Like, yeah. what about that would seem not... And I, I don't know, but I'm saying that, and I also know that they're having now gone through the experience, and I went to, like, a few childbirth classes, one of which I walked out of at lunch, and I pretended I was coming back, and then oh I laughed. Because I was like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. What is it like, a childbirthing class? It's like, I guess it very much depends on the class, but for me, I was just so unsentimental about... All I wanted was for both of us to survive. And I wanted both of us to survive with a minimal amount of pain. Yeah. Mainly for me. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like let the baby learn. And there's a lot <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget it. Um and not according but, to Scientology. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, we've talked about the silent oh, birth God. thing. The idea that is like that can is... you imagine if someone was like shit, 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 shit. It's so disgusting. Yeah. I mean, that's like what does it even say? But um but there is a lot of there's a lot of there's like there's a culture of quote unquote natural just a lot of pressure for you to do things naturally and yep. people don't even want you to get an epidural yep. which makes me fucking crazy. Why, why is that? Is it because it I could think, paralyze you or is it because it gets into the baby's blood? Why do people not want not you to get, you get one? I don't really have any idea. I think it's I think it's like there's I think there's the like the reasons on paper that yeah. are like oh it's limiting to like your be- your involvement and in being able to push there's like you know you're hooked up to a thing it's, however it's like death like I will, a, a hippie will tell you both right being hyperconscious during birth and hyperconscious right. during your own death right and you're like ah it's my shit I I don't want to feel oh pain. no 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 I would right? like to be if I could be chloroformed in my own death just <laughs> like the minute I cough put me down. House of Cards? Put me down. Do you watch House of Cards? Uh, 
Only a little. I watched yeah. it over like my okay. husband's shoulder. There was a death that was like a chloroform Val, death. No, no, no. It was like a very sweet kind of peaceful death, and Val was like, "That's that's what we do. That's what we. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing." But in terms of the epidural thing, I I think the deep reason, and I actually I write I write about this in the book, is that um. That's you'll my, grow out of it. Yeah, it's called you'll grow out that's of it. It's about it's available now. It's I think. it's coming out July twelfth. I mean, you could pre-order From, it. You could totally pre-order it. Because you don't want to forget. Oh, I love how spontaneously you're asking these questions. <laughs> you don't want to forget to buy it. You don't want to forget to order it. Buy yourself a gift. Um, this is, I'm going to sidebar, but I do want to come back to this. Tonight, Epi. I am going to. <laughs> Look, Epi. Am, I'm going to Jeff Bezos' house. Who dat? Uh, if there's like a dinner for like all the, all the transparent people at Jeff Bezos' house. Who Jeff Bezos? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. He is the. He is the the owner of Amazon. Oh, is he a is, drone going to pick you up and take you there? There's so minutes? many jokes about the dinner. We're like, should we pre-order our dinner? And if we order enough dinner, can we get an add-on item like a bottle of Advil with our dinner? It's so stupid. Is your dinner in a box with tape that's so oh, easy? So to break. E- <laughs> it's so easy to break so, open. How oh many meetings God. did they have about the tape? Oh, it's the best. We tape. want it thumb puncture. Oh, it's like the us. A buco of tape. It's falling off the bone. <laughs> you just think oh, about that so tape breaking and it breaks, but it never doesn't seal the box. No, the box is never broken. Never. We Why? randomly got. Wait, I'm going I'm to bring it back. Yep. My last Amazon dinner joke is that Mike and I <laughs> got a box from Amazon the other day, and we got a million. Like when you have a baby, all you do is get shit from Amazon sure. like fifty fucking times a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just the like best. the women of old. <laughs> just, They'd be in the river watching the Now I know how we made it as a species. They just Amazoned everything. It's like when people say the dinosaurs died because of cell phone exposure. But um, Uh, Do people say that? No, it's a dumb joke. But um, anyway, so we we accidentally got, we opened this box and it is like a box that is overflowing with multivitamins. He was like, you ordered these? I was like, I didn't order these. Did you order these? No, it was a mistake. Ooh, it was a mistake. That's happened. They this sent ex- us a mistake. That exact so, thing's happened to me. Then Mike said, when we go to the Amazon dinner, should we bring them back? Should we that give them to is Bezos? the Amazon tape of jokes. It's so satisfying so and easy, stupid. and I love it. No, no, no. Easy in the best way. If you liked this part of your dinner. Um, so, ah! so anyway. People okay. that ate the mashed potatoes oh, also God, liked. So liked the other carbs. Ah! The bread. If the you desserts. Want, if you want to start the meal over and go to like co.amazon.com, we'll donate. No. No. I'm not doing it. Just make that your website. If you want to give money to children, give money to children. Don't make me reload oh, the page. Stop it. Just do it. You so have epidurals, a billion epidurals. I got us into this. I'm going to get us out of it. Yeah. Epidural. Epidural. I think the real reason that there is pressure on women not to get epidurals is like – Kind of, I think it's kind of sexism. I was going to say that before you finished, but I didn't want to keep no one because I was I was when I was very fat pregnant. I was standing online yes, to get uh, something just at a grocery store in Brooklyn, minding my own business. Yep, uh, which is very hard to do when you're pregnant because everybody feels like they can talk to you Ugh. and ask you questions, which Ugh. is weird. Yeah, and this woman standing behind me, who I do not know, she taps me and she goes, "When are you due?" Which is like benign enough. And yeah. people seem to want to ask that. And that's fine enough. It's like, whatever. So I go, June 27th. And I turn back and I wait. I wait for my chance to go up to the counter and yeah. buy my thing. Yeah. And then she, again, total stranger. Oh, boy. She taps me again. She goes, so are you having a natural birth? This oh, is boy. someone. Did what? She, 
Did she have pamphlets? <laughs> no. And so I turn to her and I go, and I'm like, I cannot believe this woman just fucking asked me this. Yeah. And I go, fuck no. <laughs> Ah. And then she continues. Ooh. Like, but, it, but this is, you don't, I don't think men will ever, unless, unless you and Sweet Sweet Val or whatever, if you have kids, you don't have kids. Until you are, I would, I would never have known about this if I didn't go through it. I get it. You'll people, agree. It seems like a fantasy that happens to other people. It's a fantasy people. that happens but to other people. But then when it's you, people. it's like, oh, Whoa, shit. shit. Yeah. Like, I can go like, oh, labor must be weird. But it's you it's with your you. legs and the and thing. Your thing and, and, you're, the- and the moment it happens, you're like, this is the moment this is happening to me yeah. in my life. Probably the way dying can be if you know you're dying is yeah, coming. Sure. But anyway, so for then sure. I go, fuck no. I think very no. interesting how those two things are similar. They keep are. Going, so fuck going. no. And then everyone's lying down. And then she goes, oh, so you're having an epidural? She says? Yes. And I said, at the very least. Uh, but like, that people are walking around in their heads with ideas about answers. what you should do. Yeah, no, I just but was both like. Both of your answers were I couldn't punch either of them up. I couldn't. <laughs> they were good. Table read. Punch up your leg. Table. Anyway, I no one ever asks men if you're like if you were going to go have a root canal, I would say, are you having a natural root canal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Oops. the same. Like okay. there's there's a belief that women like you are supposed to make this utter and total sacrifice, complete sacrifice, and and it this, starts there. And it starts there. And if you are not in excruciating pain, that you're not a good mother. It's like an induction ceremony subconsciously. Yeah. That people are like, mothers are supposed to take it on the chin take for it life. For the, which for is life. often the role of the wife as well, I'll say, as a divorce person who did that sure, to my wife. Sure, sure, sure. I was like, no, you're my mom now, and yeah. you take it on the chin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a choice is here. Let's I want to wipe my nose on your skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the product of an overloving, I love my mother very dearly, but, you know, she she really went for it. Yeah, uh, she really start, went for it. But I think this culture reinforces that. It's like the idea that your mother should be like... In pain for you. I Your mother like should be in like pain for you. It in has pain been for you. So in pain for you. <laughs> Nathan, in pain uh, for you. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, please. Um I it has been so eye opening, like like the whole motherhood experience. But what I but anyway it's, it's it is a, if dudes got pregnant, there would be no Oh, if dudes got pregnant there'd be like there'd be koozies. no first of all, there'd be four people in the world because they would just refuse to do it. Uh, they wouldn't fucking do it. There'd be no buildings. There'd be like two guys But that idea living together like <laughs> the odd couple. They're they don't even want to be gay together because they're scared they would get pregnant that way. Men yeah, wouldn't do it. They yeah. wouldn't do it. I bet that's they wouldn't do it. Really interesting. They wouldn't do it, and it wouldn't be asked of them. But what? It, I I don't know. They would figure. Do you out, feel like it was asked of you? Um, in some ways. But what I I just I'm gonna land the plane, which land took it. off fucking hours ago. Yeah. I would love if we just talked about fucking parenthood I don't mind. crap this whole time and and your plans. But um And your or, plans? And your plans. About oh my plans. That. I yeah. don't know. Whatever, we don't have to, but I was just well, gonna say wants so... to have a baby and every once in a while I'm like Ugh. I can't believe I no, I no, I do I do too. I, I just don't know when. When. You're so young. Oh, we're so young. You're so young. I'm, th- I'm thirty seven. I don't know. It's still very young. <laughs> Is it? My husband's gonna be forty five. Men can wait till forever. What if I pull Oh like, my god, you should be a rascal uh, when you have a fucking baby. I wanna just finish with this image about the whole Please, baby thing, which land is it, land, land it. Land it. Land it. I was gonna get the C section. So yeah. much judgment. Then 
baby just decided to come like a week early. My amazing doctor called her. I was like, I'm having contractions. And a she woman was, doctor? If this silence lasted two days, it would be too short. So I go, the baby comes out of my vagina successfully. I have an epidural. I highly recommend it. There was the moment. So I'm, as I'm pushing, my eyes are closed. Sure. Because you just, it's, you, it's just, yeah. you have to close your eyes. If my legs were going to turn into like tentacles. Oh yeah, you'd close your eyes. <laughs> well, you're just like, it is an insane, there's whatever. And so then as, and she's between my legs ready to catch baby husband behind me holding my head as i like do my fucking weird shit you have to do to squeeze a fucking basketball out of your pussy yeah and then my doctor goes like they were like he's almost out he's almost out i promise he's almost out she's like one final push and i do the final push and then my doctor who's very she's like one of my favorite people in the world she goes jesse she goes open your eyes right now you only get to see this once and i open my eyes and it's the moment of seeing the baby alien aliening out of my vagina. Yeah. With the cord, which yeah. is gross. The calamari. The cord is so much grosser than you can imagine. Yeah. But in that moment. It's everything about humanity. It's that's everything gross. that's gross. In a tube. In a tube. <laughs> and then she puts the baby on my chest. And in that in and so all of the feelings. But I remember within the first two minutes as I'm looking at him and he's... Wait, all the good feelings. I'm having all of the feelings. Funny mainly good what? relief. Yeah. Joy. Done. Also, by the way, I'm not, again, like a misconception about... You're feeling all the feelings. It's Thank You're also you. feeling it's fucking, what the fuck? Yeah. And one of the feelings within the first two minutes of holding this person I've been walking around with in my stomach for nine months... And seeing, I am. This is the first. I've never been to a birth before. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever seen a person be born. Yeah. He's my son. In the movies, they're always like four. Yeah. Coming out. Yeah, I know. You're. He's like fully teeth. Hello, ma'am. But um, <laughs> he's in my arms, and I'm looking at him, and he's quiet, and he's looking back at me, and I'm like, "This is someone who's just born," and I'm like, "I am seeing the first moment." Of someone's life. And then I thought, and one day he's going to die. One day, hopefully, you know, he's an old, old, old man. But he'll have a moment. Like I watched my grandmother die a few years ago. Like I went and so I saw and She was very old. She lived mm. a long life. She was 97. But I, saw, <laughs> but I saw what it looked like. I saw what it looked like to be very old and in the hospital and on the thing. And your face gets pinched and... You know, you look like you're dying. Yeah. And I had seen that. Yeah. And now I saw this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and my grandmother, who I watched die when she was 97, was once this. Yeah. I don't know. You went backstage. It was crazy. On the whole thing. And I'm I mean. like, and he, and now, and now I think a lot about death because they say that when you, when you become a parent, all of a sudden you, like Rob Delaney has talked about this in his yeah. stand up in really funny ways. But, yeah. um, and I'm going to, I won't do that here. <laughs> I'm going to keep it really <laughs> But you just, you do, it's like sort of a psychological thing. You become obsessed with death a little bit because you're on deck. Oh. Now you're on deck. Ooh. Before your parent, you know what I mean? Like in terms of who's in hey. the line. Like you were your, you were the kid oh. of your parents, even as, oh, no, no, no. Oh. But you are, that is the thing. You're like, now yeah. I see the person ahead Seinfeld of me that I will go that first. Seinfeld has a bit where he has kids 
at birthday parties watching you eat birthday cake. Like, yeah, have another slice. <laughs> I think he goes, have yeah. another slice, mofo. Mofo. Yeah, he went mofo. You're suddenly the fucking mofo. And yeah, you're just the like, mofo. Eat, get, you're the, the legs. get the piece with roses on it because oh. it's coming. Anyway, it was a crazy thing. That was one of the most. That's just, I don't know. That's yeah, but, just the shit that's in my head now. And I guess maybe it's very boring to everyone. I, I was wonder, worried about being it's a... It's not boring. Well... How dare you? No, it's not. I don't think it's boring. But I also, like, I think about comedians where, I don't know, maybe it was, like, a bias I had when I was younger. But, like, because, like, I'd watch comedians I loved and, and they would do stuff about, like, where I was. Mm-hmm. You know, like dating and thinking and blah, blah, blah. And then they become parents. Yeah. And then they're all like doing jokes about parenting. Yeah. And I'd be like, Pfft. Yeah, I know. But now, I don't know. It's all the. F- I mean, and I think trees about lots turn of turn red in the fall, baby. <laughs> and trees turn red in the fall. That's just what it is. You're stuck in it. Deal with it. You're stuck in and it. And when but- I have a baby, this podcast will just be like, ah, the baby, the baby, baby, baby. Can I tell you this? But I'm also desperate to talk about things that aren't babies. But we I may, feel like may. I don't feel like you ever hear. I don't know what. Anyway, no, no, no. I just it's whatever. I'm going to throw this at you. One, do you feel that this is strange? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you at all converted to the you should feel it camp? Because you felt it. You should oh, feel you, what? No, camp? Wait, you had the epidural, but you didn't have the C-section. <laughs> but you did have the birth. Are I had you, the birth. What I'm wondering is, did you flip it all? Are you gonna maybe be in ten after another baby or something? Be the person that's like there's, get the epidural, no but, other baby. but get really? Oh no, no. I think I honestly, if I could have, if I could have given birth the way they gave birth in the '50s, where women were just like knocked over the head with a brick two yeah. weeks before yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. were revived two weeks after. <laughs> no, I don't see. I think like the less you would pain, have had the, the baby tie the tubes on the way out. <laughs> do what you need to do. Do what you need Clean to do. Up. Yeah. No. No. But, uh, okay, I was just wondering if you – because I think I'm interested in what you were saying, that ceremony of pain mm-hmm. that people are like, you should be in it. But you are – you know, there's fluid. There's going to be enough pain. People, Yeah, no, no, I'm not talking about the pain. Yeah. I'm talking about you being – the, fuck, fuck the right, pain. Right, right. And, and by the way, anyone can do whatever they want to do. This has nothing – Anyone can do whatever they want to do. nothing 100%. To do with me. That is the headline. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying I wonder if you being there for the pushing and the pain and, the, and the, all of it – if if you were like, oh, I kind of understand what people are saying about the pushing versus the, the C-section, the, you yeah, mean pushing versus C? No. no, no. I think it was just that was the experience I ended up getting. Yeah, and I think, I mean, it, the th- other thing about birth is, like, you know, my doctor said this to me. She's like, "There's this the vogue now of like writing your birth, like women write a birth plan." Yeah, and that's fine. She's yeah. like, but everyone should know that like their birth plan is. Is a blueprint that might very well just end up well, in the like garbage. That's like a death plan. That's what that's what yeah. I'm saying. You're going backstage. You if know? you want to make God laugh, exactly. Tell him your plan. Tell him your birth plan. Tell him your birth plan. Oh, Man, especially woman makes birth, birth plans. Plan. God laughs. Yeah, yeah pretty exactly. much. I don't know. Yeah, there is. A, I will say there is a uh, on some and women should take control of as much as they can. And I really, I don't want it to seem like I judge anyone for any choice they make. I think I was feeling. Like there's a lot of judgments in general around Towards you. that whole, not just me, but the whole, the whole shebang is a fucking barrel of judgments. What about like even you were talking about the vitamins and stuff? Oh, 
So for fuck's sake! I, again, so annoying. But I am a vegan. Val is not a vegan. She's a, my sister she's has a, become a vegan. She's a, that's fun. I love your sister a little bit more than most people. Sure, just kidding. Why not? Uh, but Val's a vegetarian. Now I've already made up in my mind. It's like Val's got the baby. She can. I'm not going to be like, right. don't eat the dairy. That's, right, that's right, not right. the thing. But but it did introduce me to the idea that people would be like, hey, that's ours. Oh God, like, don't like I, a pregnant friend of mine was drinking uh, a little wine, and again, I drank some wine. Nope, hit it. No problem. Yeah. I understand. No problem. Women in the Mediterranean were given the baby wine once it was born. Oh, totally. But uh, I, you do your body, which has been yours for so so long. Yeah, most of my life, my body's been mine. <laughs> <laughs> a few moments of uh, intimate rapture. You just merged yeah, into yeah, one yeah. person with, <laughs> yeah, with a partner. Rapture. <laughs> you oh lost yourself. God, yeah, gross. little whispers of intimate rapture. Oh, but... Intimate rapture. <laughs> when was the last time you had intimate? Like, do you feel like you are having? Can I be like? Yeah, sure. I mean, this is making it literally making it weird. Like when you have sex with a sweet, sweet lady Val, Mo, sweet lady Mo. Do you feel like it's intimate rapture now? How long have See, you guys been together? That's why I wrote it. We've been together about three years. A three little, years. A little, so are you more. reaching intimate rapture? So you mean still? Yeah. Because you're assuming we did. I would, oh, I don't. I have no. I have no Val, assumptions. If Val were sitting right there, I would. I would tell you all this, and she would agree. We have uh, sex that is more regular now, right? Right. And maybe when we were not seeing each other as often, mm-hmm. it's just like the cake. So there's going right, to be right. more. But I am happy to say it's probably one out of I don't know ten. That you will get that merge. You get a one because, out of ten. You're at a one out of. That's what I was asking. No, so the, one out of ten with the your merge, regular lady vow. I'm not talking about like screaming orgasm. Oh no, I'm that's not what I'm talking about. The merge. The merge. Where you're like, I don't know where I am, and I don't I've, know where you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like I'm. I'm in this thing that we're doing, and I'm. I'm out of body and in body in a yeah, way that's great. That's exactly the right. merge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A grounded high. One out of ten. A ground. A grounded, grounded high. high. One, one out of ten. I might be saying I that. think that's a pretty high ratio. I, I was just going to say I might be saying that because we're talking publicly right now. Yeah. I, I don't know. But, but again, I also – it wouldn't be like you're having bad sex if you weren't having that. But that's the thing. That's what I wanted to talk – when you made the joke that you're not having sex anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I am interested in That was the, the sound of me running away on a horse. <laughs> I thought it was the topic coming in. That was you leaving. Well, it might circle around. Well, I'm interested in the idea that there's a type of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Once Val and I were living together, and we've been living together for two years now. Okay, okay. Uh, is that right? I'm going to get these numbers wrong. I'm not good with facts, but it's been a couple, a, a year or yeah. two. It's been at least a year. <laughs> or two. I just suddenly realized Val doesn't exist. You. Ah! None of this is adding up. You're like, it's been at least a year. It's been two months. Well, one of the weird things. She's around. She's around. <laughs> She's definitely real. She's around. Want to see photos? And they're of all, dif- they're all different see- women. <laughs> it's just like, did you Google they're image all, search woman? Yeah, they're Getty images. Ah, this is like a girl. Do you like, have one that doesn't have a watermark? This is a wedding photo. <laughs> <laughs> this is a beautiful bride. Well, one of the things that I had to introduce to her was the idea that we used to see each other long distance. So I'd be working on the talk show, and then we would like fly to San Francisco. Right. We'd meet in San Francisco, and we would have uh, amazing, lovely sex. It was sure. just like constant the sex. Best. It was the best. Long distance sex. And I, it was, I was completely able to turn my mind off and just be fully present. Right. And now she's in my life in the way that uh, this bottle of water is in my life. You know, it's, it's every day. <laughs> Great. Yeah, That's that what every great. woman that wants to hear. Romantic. You know, she's in my life the way this fucking Poland spring bottle is I in meant- my life. That's half drunk. <laughs> How dare you pool? throw me under the vulnerability bus? I didn't say it. 
I mean like water. I have water every day yes. and I have that yeah, every day. Right, right. Bottle of water does sound no, a little. No, 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 no. But, but it's I just nice. mean it's there every day. Yeah, part of the rhythm of your life. And I had to kind of induct her into the idea that I was like, you need to know. I'm always using sex analogies with right. uh, my with work, with creating uh, art sure. or whatever you want sure. to say. That it's all energy. Right. And sometimes you're you're at work and you're writing a script and there's something energy exchangey about right. just being alone and writing yeah. that sometimes drains you in a way that for lack of a better way uh, gets 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 into the sexual realm. Right, right. And you're like I don't want to fuck right now. The comedy brain brain doesn't want to fuck. The comedy right. brain goes like why would I put it in and then take it out and then put it in. That's why every <laughs> right, comedian right, right. has the sex makes no sense joke. Right. Every comedian ha- at some point will write the sex makes no sense joke. Right. I mean but for you when you say that is it like oh like all of my like creating gets in the way is it like all of my chi is going into my laptop right now that's option a yeah, like i just like i am drained and i am and i'm i need to be drained and i'm doing that or gonna, just option b yeah, 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 yeah. or is it you've worked all day you get in bed whatever yeah sure can you're i be wearing next, like tasteful madman you are in a tuxedo <laughs> and uh and then you can't turn your brain off. There's that. Because you're so busy There's thinking all... and it's anxiety I'm and you can't throw stop. You. I'm or is it throw C, you. all the above? I'm going to throw you a C and then a D, all of the above. And Ooh. D is the answer. Yeah. But C is also sometimes, and this is going to sound traditionally female, mm-hmm. but sometimes to me, intimacy is being comfortable enough to not have sex. Not, oh, sure. Not because, yes, you know It's this. like we can talk or not talk. Like exactly. that great yes. love, the Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. We can talk or not talk for days. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, when she says it, it's so, oh, sad. so sad. It's so sad. But also, yeah. But if it weren't a comedy joke, there is something. And Val, because she's perfect for me, right. would say something like, oh, of course. Yeah. Right. No, I, I, I get it. Right, and then, right, right. Right now, working on the show, it's very weird. We have sex on the weekends. Like, that's what happens. Like, I'm coming that home. That doesn't sound crazy to me at all. Is that said, like, oh, no. <laughs> we have sex on the weekends. Because before you would have sex during the weekdays. Don't get me wrong. Every once in a while. Every during once the weekdays, in a while. Every a Wednesday. Every once in a while. A Wednesday morning. A Thursday morning. Now it's like, oh, this is when we get our this fucking in. This is when we in. get your fucking in. Because it, you're not – all of those things. All yeah. three of those things. Yeah, and, yeah, But what's yeah. it like for you? Because I, think, I am interested if you're if you're sorry I just interrupted you. No, no, how no. Interested I am. I'm just saying like I want you to feel safe to talk about. I feel it's so safe. Interesting. <laughs> I'm in. People aren't talking about. I hate comedians who are like I always want to fuck. I always <laughs> want to fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's such a cultural yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, the men get far less bullshit. I will concede. But one of the bullshit things is that we're supposed to always want to fuck. Right. Right. So I can even feel my programming going. Just like a, a woman might go, right. but I would do anything for my child. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, and those are two cliches. The shit that are not real. Easier to deal with virgin for a man. Yeah. Is, I always want to conquer. Yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah. I always want to fuck. Yeah. Not true. What's it like for you? Uh, <laughs> the book. You'll grow out of it. No, 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 no. Gross. Don't gross. <laughs> that made me feel so unsafe. What it's like for me right now is that we, um, we, everyone says that like in the first year of having a baby that it's like, you know, it's like a bomb going off in your marriage or whatever, because I all of a sudden your vagina. I, I wasn't even trying to be funny. And is that, right? although I don't even know because it's just like, it's kind of just there right now. It's like a, um, <laughs> like if like in a, you know, like playgrounds have the slide that's like a tube slide. Yeah. The tube slide. So then if that park was getting like, was under construction, it was just locked up and no kid had gone down that slide for a long time. <laughs> Oh, no. So I'm like, I don't even know. I don't know what's going on in this life. No. I don't know. So wait, it's been 10 months. 
No, it hasn't been ten. Mm. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, but everyone has said I have that that, that is that's what they say. That you just can't, you just can't get it done. And this is when you get a concubine. This is when you get a concubine. I'm trying to use the Levitical terminology oh, to make you comfortable. Please go. <laughs> um, no, I'm it's like kidding. a whole. And I think there's a lot. It's like uh, it's first of all, you're fucking tired. Yeah, you're so because there's this baby. Tired. Yeah, you're so tired, and there's this baby. But I think the piece that like. I think, I think like for women, the thing that you never, and I'm, I'm sure also for men slash dads, you're still you. Like yeah. you're exhausted. You have all this fucking shit to do around the baby. It's infuriating. Again, like and Gary amazing. in my fantasy going, it just, it just, it's here. That's it's, not how it works. It's, yeah. Oh, I have a podcast. Yeah. No, it's here. It's here. Yeah, it's, it's just here. here. But you're still you. Yeah. Like you're still you with all of your. Uh, like with all the you that was there before. Can I just say, I think you're still you is one of the most profound and undertaught lessons because I'm from a community that thinks when you get married in the morning, you're going to wake up and she's going to be, whatever the problem was, will be gone. Oh God. And you're going to be more Oh, that's like one of the most damaging, I think about any of it. My friend, um, you should have her on the podcast. I won't be gay anymore after I get married. It's like a thing. Can't wait to fix it. (laughs) My friend, um, the ring, the ring takes (laughs) away. My friend, Tracy McMillan, um, wrote, she's like a kind of an amazing analyzer of like relationships and human intimacy. And, God, she's written a few books, but she wrote this one line that was like, um, what no one tells you about getting married is that after you get married, you're still just you, but with more laundry. Oh, wow. And it's like, which sounds... It sounds sounds, like we can talk or not talk. It sounds sad, but it's not. It sounds bleaker than it's meant to be. I think it just just means like, it just is what it is. It's just you're still you. Right. You're still you, and you you do have more laundry. And I did I, laundry before I came here. Of, I'm going to do laundry when I get home. <laughs> there will be more. There will be more. P.T. Anderson direct. There will be more laundry. There will laundry. be more laundry. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never finished. <laughs> I am the one who dries. That's a different that's, thing. That's, that's, all those oh, characters are the same. They're all the same. They're all, they're the, all same. the same. Knocking and sh- milkshaking and... <laughs> Angry men! You spilled ah, your milkshake! You took my stuff! Ah, oh, no. I abandoned my socks! <laughs> these, are, these are riffs. These are riffs. This is what it feels like to riff. It's fun! Oh, just keep going. But you're still fucking you. And you're it's so, still you. And you know what I will throw that into? The travel world. Mm. That's why I don't like Waze. You're already there. People are like, what will it be like when I'm there? You're there. I hate I hate ways. Don't I get me started ways. But it's it's like that. Like you're there. Like when I get to Italy, I'll be happy. I'm sorry to be so trite. It sounds no, so obvious. No, but it's, like, but it's you're not. already there. You're already you're there. you're already there. When I get to the Leaning Tower, how many movies? How many times does it have to happen to you? Yeah, you get married and you realize you're still goddamn Phil. You're you have still a baby Phil. and you're still goddamn Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still yeah. want to drink and you're having trouble with yeah. pizza. You get new tits. You're still goddamn. I, I, I'm not trying it's, to. Well, I you're think a, it's, you're still that woman. I think there are so many um, shapes and sizes of the thing that we pursue to get away from. You're still you with more laundry. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. This is the basis Anheuser of like. Bush. Is, is, all of it. Is it? All of it. Yeah. Um, no but, offense to the good people at Anheuser-Busch. N- <laughs> Bush beer. Um, you don't drink anymore, right? No, I drink. Oh, I thought you didn't drink. I oh, thought that's you stopped sweet. drinking. I'm glad I look like I don't drink. 
No, I'm glad that's I, not what I was. That's not what I got it from. I thought you were telling me you don't drink. Oh no, was it Chelsea who stopped drinking? Chelsea doesn't drink. Okay, yeah, I, or just several other people I know. A lot of people drinking. we know don't drink. Yeah, a lot of people we know don't drink. Mulaney. That's right, Mulaney, Mulaney. famously doesn't drink. The first, his, his pilot was going to be called Mulaney Don't Drink. Mulaney Don't Drink. Which is still uh, funny. I do still love drinking so much. Um, is it, well, but there you go. But Jesse, it's like the fairy tale is now you have a kettle of tea and you chase after a child uh, with, I'm a, just, with a brown bag. I'm darning a sock. Is that a thing people do? A, dar, a darn, I wouldn't darn question. sock? A so, isn't that? Yeah, where you like fix a hole. A darning? A darning. Wait, no. A-D-A-R-N-I-N-G? No, no, no. Like I'm going to darn a sock. Really? It's like a, I think it's very little women. They would like darn socks. And so when they didn't want to say damn, I mean, they were like, just darn it. Like, <laughs> fix it. <laughs> no. Darn it like a sock. No. I am not sewing anything. Yeah. I am not like. You're still um, Jesse. You wanna... I'm still Jesse. I drink and I've been watching a lot of porn. Yeah. And I, um, Do you watch that sweet, soft lady porn or are you just watching like regular you know, filthy animal porn? I, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> just just I, slop, prison slop. I, ugh, <laughs> porn is such a. I didn't. I didn't watch porn until I, – I think I grew up very much wanting to watch porn. I was like a voyeur. I was a voyeur. I, had, I was a peeping Tom. I had a pair I've, of binoculars and I You lived. will never – I've done so many episodes of this show. You will never get a topic that I've never discussed. I'm assuming you read the New Yorker of... article about the motel. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. We're all going to just start jerking off talking about that fucking article. The you know, first two sentences of de- that fucking article by Gay Talese in The New Yorker about the guy who built the motel so he could <laughs> drill. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, I felt dirty. Re- <laughs> That's, what was she talking about when she died? Well, she seemed really oh, excited about watching she Strangers died. But I, the first three admired- sentences, I was sitting on the toilet. Yeah. I crack open The New Yorker. I'm like, am I really going to fucking read The New Yorker while I'm taking this poop or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First three sentences... More than – I mean more than I can remember in years. Yeah. I was like, holy Jessie. fucking Jessie, shit. What me, is this article? How many other New Yorker articles have I read recently? Kenya Barris, my friend, was just the blackish uh, creator, was sure, in it. Sure, I didn't read it. I love Kenya, but I, I didn't start reading I love it. blackish. I, I started reading the one about the guy who Blackfish. Built- Very big indictment of the San Diego. Blackfish. blackfish wasn't that documentary about the – Killer whale. Oh yeah, Blackfish? it was called. It wasn't I don't know Blackfish. what I'm doing. Anyway, so read, yeah, he read the article, didn't like it. No, no what did no, you say? No, I. What I'm saying. Start over. I started reading that. Yeah, I, I was in bed with Val, and uh, you know we're both reading, and I was like, I got that feeling that I haven't had since I was a kid, where I was like, Oh, you shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> you, you shouldn't, shouldn't read be this. Doing it. I'd go on walks. It was never any – I wouldn't like hide in bushes or anything. But I remember walking home from yeah. Lexington Center and it was dark and everybody's just windows were open. And it wasn't just hoping to see titties. Don't no. get me wrong. Oh, that's I, like – That was – I was open to anything. Oh, anything. <laughs> oh, it's just anything Anything private. Even if it's just like somebody watching like Dan Rather. Yes. Yeah. That Ooh. guy watching He doesn't people. know I'm oh, watching Dan Rather. He doesn't know. It's pure data. Oh, it's pure data. Pure data. It's pure. Oh, my God. Masters of sex, God love it. But you're not watching people actually fuck in the same way you're not actually hearing two people talk when you listen to this podcast. Shit. Get it in your brain. Shit. <laughs> I had a pair of binoculars that I don't know. They were just my, so there were binoculars in the house. I lived in a 
six-story New York City tenement-y style building. Can I just and there say was, New York you is can, a yeah. peeper's dream? Oh, a peeper's it's dream. It's a peeper's dream. And there was a big building that was like one of those buildings that's kind of like the whole block across yeah. the street. Yeah. And then that was the front. And in the back of the apartment, it was like I had two great options. Peeper's there dream. Was Peeper's dream. There was the big building in the front, and then in the back, the back of our apartment faced into like an alley because we were in a building that was like the whole block. But then there were these alleyways, and so I like there was the far away windows of the whole block across the street, and then in the back, you know, maybe it would be like ten feet or eight feet would be this other window, mm-hmm. and you could see I could see the window across from us, the windows down, but they're close. So I had. Oh Two God. different ways of doing this. And I, as a eight-year-old, nine-year-old, yeah. just got very into like looking through the binocs. Yep. Guess what? And the people in the building across the street, for whatever reason, it was it seemed like mostly older people. And yeah. So I would see like a lot of like pasty legs coming out from under a towel when they like walked in from the shower, and I'd be like, Oh pasty old legs. Wait, that was a good find? Just anything. 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 Can I tell you one of mine? But sometimes. Oh, yeah, keep going. Please keep but going. But sometimes I remember, I mean, I can remember. Yeah, like that would be, that was that was the baseline of exciting. Yep. And then, oh my God, the few times I actually saw some like sexual-ish yep. activity. Boom. Even through like the one inch through like a shade that's like oh slightly parted that. and it'd just be like oh my god yeah just so fucking mind-blowing that happened to me recently by accident but that feeling that sort of hot-blooded feeling yeah. of like this is wrong i was swimming and there was a, a there, i was deep out and there was a hotel on the beach. And I, I this wasn't my intention. Again, you hear all this like puritanical Shh, guilt. I'm like, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. I, I know how you feel. I know all your I know, feelings. But, uh, I know, but I looked and I just saw people who had clearly just had sex. It wasn't that they were having sex. They, they weren't even naked. They were done. They were done, but it had but that. But it had that feeling. It had that signature It had that it. stank. Oh! It had that sexy stank. Oh! I just... I remember just being like, I could float in the water. Once I realized there were twenty eight. What were they doing? Were they like, what? What? What exactly? Honestly, was... I think someone was getting up and like going to the bathroom. Again, sure. Not even it preventing wasn't... a UTI. Ooh, child! It wasn't even. A, it wasn't a nudity <laughs> thing, and yeah. it wasn't a. It wasn't like arousing. It was like that sort of like. It was arousing in a different way. It wasn't just the. People. How did you know that they just had, was it like half dressed? Again, you just how, had a vibe. You'd need a poet. A pheromone of there's well, a pheromone thing. Well, I certainly happening. couldn't smell anything. Right, but the pheromone is even. It might be scentless. It might be like carbon monoxide. It was a scentless, was a odorless, I colorless, need... odorless gas. <laughs> it was like iocane powder, basically. Oh, but no. I could tell. But it was just so fascinating. And then I remember my parents had an RV. It was terrible. Just the worst. Having an RV? It's my dream. With my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I still want an RV. Go on. Jesse, you can get an RV. I don't know. Get can a I? used RV. I'm not sure. <laughs> get the mini Winnie. I don't know. But I was in there, and, and this was maybe one of the first times it happened. I watched, so RVs parked next to each other in campgrounds. Yep, yep. We were in bed, and this fucking renegade family across from us Ooh. were having dinner at 9 o'clock. Ooh. How European. <laughs> and I watched this family of four have dinner Fascinated. I just couldn't get enough of yeah, watching. Just other people doing something that you're not supposed to be involved in. Look at in. how the dad scuffed the hair. That I can't remember anything yeah, that yeah, happened. Yeah. But like, no. look at the way 
they start eating before everyone's seated. Whatever it was. Different. I was like, ah! It was amazing. Different. And it's so much, like, it's like The Departed. No one's more full of shit than a cop except a cop on TV. Yeah, yeah, No one's more full of shit than a person except a person on TV or whatever. So when you're seeing the real thing. Oh, just any detail. Just any detail. Oh, do you eat your pizza with a knife and fork? Ooh, I just came so hard. Yeah, just any of it. I, well... All of the point of it, somehow, I think bringing all this up was in terms of porn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My that's right. little porn Are you journey. The show? I don't know. You did it. No. You did it. Was that like, for life. me, the bar, like as a kid, the bar on like what felt like titillating and exciting was like so low. Oh. And then, and also, I'm 40. And so I'm like the last, I think like the last generation, you're part of this generation ish, last people to grow up without the internet. Oh, and like porn man. having to be Gee. like, like you know, found porn out of the ground later. Internet porn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like having to find porn used to be, but porn, it took some courage. Yeah, you'd have to go to a person in person. I used to and go into shops for it when I was like fifteen and say, "Hi, I'm fifteen. Hi. But I will give you twenty dollars." Yeah, for a Playboy. I, and they would say no. Yeah, you have to go. You have that to was, man up. You know why I remember that? You have to be the most man you've ever been to jerk off to a picture of a woman. Because you had to have courage. It wasn't for it wasn't for the tame of heart. It wasn't for the <laughs> Oh no. But um now and so I think about where the bar used to be and now I can press like whatever, click a thing well, this, this and is... I'll see like a woman like drowning in a vat of semen. And then if you go like I don't like the size and shape of the vat, yeah. you can change oh, it. Oh no, I want Could I... it be money shaped, like the money symbol? I, I want like Scrooge Mc I want <laughs> Scrooge McFuck. <laughs> Oh my god. But the point when you said what kind of porn do you like? Yeah. For me, I I think I still carry around with me the idea that like the bar was pretty low. Yeah. And I don't I don't need to see well, I don't want to see anyone crying. Oh my god, that happens. I, oh, and porn like when like choke like the choking I think Kroll oh, Kroll saying- calls it like choke them out. Choke them out. Choke them out, born. But just there's a lot of porn. Ooh, Maybe I'm on the you, wrong site. I just go to some aggregator site, okay. and so there's like 8 billion things to click on, and yeah, you kind of scroll yeah, through, yeah, and some yeah. of them are the worst things you've ever seen. For sure. No, I understand. And then I am looking for... Yeah. I am like just... all. I, I kind of just want to watch two people have sex. Yeah. Like I don't need it to be weirder. What is, the, what is the more traditional lady site? Is there a traditional lady yeah, site? Yeah, 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 yeah. Please tell That's me. That's what Val. I, boy, I I've been scared. Money. I'm away. I'll tell you this money. other. This is so. Ner- oh, Val. <laughs> She's clearly leaving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I. I. Uh, this is so. I can't, I've never said this. Please. I'm em- embarrassed. Talking about floating in the ocean in Laguna, watching people <laughs> who just had sex, <laughs> <laughs> and being like, "Ooh." <laughs> no, we know how you feel. Yeah. I have always been scared. That like looking for porn, like I don't know. I'm scared that if I type in the wrong thing, yeah, like the FBI will come to my oh. door. Like I don't want to accidentally end up on a. Well, it's funny that there is a list, legal thing. There's a list of words or something that will explode my computer or will like automatically go into Facebook as like a. Po- I'm just scared well, you know to look. I'm scared in, to search. I think it's India. I have a I have tape over my little camera cam. Do you? What? 
Oh, no. I don't want to freak you out. But in India, like, people are getting Is black. everyone in, in India jerking off to me uh, watching porn? Uh, like, or has this already been disseminated to six billion people? Yeah. And, Wait, and why do I have to have tape over my camera? Because people will get emails that are like, uh, we're going to release this video of you jerking it to porn if you don't give us money. Yeah. How does that happen? Because those webcams can be hacked. my baby with my pants. The same. The oh. very same. Oh, the very same. Here's a perfect example of you're still you. Yeah. Oh, I need it. When I was pregnant, very, 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 very pregnant, towards VP. the end, husband out of town on business for the night or whatever, I'm like, oh, night to just chill, whatever. And um, we hadn't had sex in a while because I was like so huge at that point. It was just like, this is ridiculous. But you get very horny because you're so hormonal. And yeah, just like I'm not even trying to be crass. Isn't I mean a lot of urges if there's a, a living thing in you nudging on. It's like a rat in the mainframe. <laughs> so like I can see <laughs> if you load a living thing into a computer, I would be like, I smell cinnamon. I want to take a shit. I'm horny. Like I would be like, it's that dang rat again. A rat in the mainframe. Please I go. Katie and I are going to finish a, this podcast. A bottle of water. <laughs> My beautiful angel baby is a rat in the mainframe. So rat get, in the mainframe. A dude's got to have it a dude. So you get very horny. Yeah. Anyway, husband out of town. Because the baby's elbowing the... Uh, honestly, no. that actually can sometimes be more excruciating. But your hormones are fucking nuts. Yeah. So, but I was like, I'm going to just, I have a, I'm doing my baby registry. I have a lot to do. I'm going to just like lie in bed, get this done, go to sleep. I'm on my computer and I'm Googling... Baby humidifiers, because mm-hmm. you need to get a humidifier mm-hmm. for your baby's room, and you don't really need to get one, but on the list, they tell you baby humidifier. So I'm fucking Googling baby humidifiers. Of course, there's a thousand options. Yeah. What if I don't get the right one? Yeah. And, um, well, it's about filters and, and cleaning it. Oh, God. <laughs> and you're like, actually, make, you should go home and make sure it's the right one. <laughs> so I'm Googling it. It's like, oh, I'm reading parent reviews of them. I'm like, this is boring. Then start to feel a little tingly feelings because I'm bored. Not because I'm looking at humidifiers. I'm just bored. Yeah. And I'm like... I'm going to tap out of humidifiers for a second, open a new tab on Safari, go to my special, special site, find some porn, do what I need to do. Do you mind asking the Sarah Silverman question? What are your search words? Oh, I'm not even entering search words. I just go to the site and then scroll through these thumbnails. So I know, I know. We'll fix this. But so I do my thing. We'll fix this. this. I do my thing. Yeah. So now on you're picturing my little Safari. What do you call it? Like the, the browser the window. Browser window. Yeah. Tap baby humidifier tab, yeah. right next to yeah. disgusting Jesse. I, close out porn tab. As soon as I get off of like whatever it's done, the two people who've defiled each other. Yeah. Tap out of that, and then I'm back on baby humidifiers, and I was like, these things shouldn't be so close to each other. I get it. I just made them so close to each other, my <laughs> baby's humidifier and my horribleness. But then I'm like, that's fucking life. But that's all. So that's your baby, fucking life. Your baby, who you said is going to die, which uh, that was one day. Your, yes, one, one day. day, one day, one day, far, far away, far, 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 far away. far away. But your baby is also going to become sexual. It's crazy. Yeah. 
This is these are the these are the challenges. Like we've found a good way to homogenize and steam clean almost everything. Yeah, yeah. Said many times the vagina has great PR. We've we've like dicks. We keep those hidden, and uh, sex has has become this like candy colored thing that. You know, not always. Apparently, crawl the choking. Cho- <laughs> Are you telling me you don't know what I'm talking about with choke? Like when you see, I haven't on seen a, anybody. What points can I ask? What site? I go to X videos because X that's, videos. That's just a, so what happens when you go to X videos? It's just it's what you're saying. It's the same thing. And if I'm real, and you don't, if I'm really, and, but really, isn't it just a mishmash of everything? Yeah, and then, then you comb the, through I'll go to the like a gorilla picking little like a like a louse out can of I its partner. Say, you just slowly. Pick away yeah. and, and find you, that and very tiny thing you and need. And then when you're done, you go, ugh. Can I also <laughs> yeah. say my wallpaper is a photo of a guru, like an Indian guru. Sure. So every, of course, every time I stop you looking finish, at porn, there's your beautiful there he is guru. smiling at me. But I try very hard, because there he is right before I start looking at porn, too. Right, right. I try and go. And you can't come without him being there. <laughs> but I go, this too. This you know too. What I'm I go this too. This too. It's yeah. fine. Love me, love this too. Love me, love this too. I don't. I have no need for someone that's going to love me as long as I don't look at pornography. That is horse manure to me. Um, and I'm somebody that's not. I, I have conflicted feelings about pornography. One of them is, it, for men. In how often do you look at porn? That's a good question. It you don't mind to, me asking. When I was single, it was almost daily. Daily. You'd, you'd have a daily habit. Sure. Uh, but that was a long time. Do you ago. feel like you could now masturbate? Ex nihilo without without porn. Yeah, yeah. Ex nihilo <laughs> without porn. Ex, Let's ex keep this nihilo. fucking <laughs> not Latin. Come on. Um, yes, I could, and it's always better. It's better. Uh, you think it is better? It is always better to masturbate you, without porn. If you're going why? now, I'm not disagreeing. Mental, but why? Just because? What? Maybe it's because I have a good imagination. I don't know. But sure. you can cast it. Yeah. You can make it perfect. You can and and if you're doing it out of the, off the dome, you're so much hornier. Porn is often like you're like I kind of it's could, limiting. I could. It's do like that. the bad movie version of a great book. That's it. You did it. <gasps> you bye. You bye. You finished my thought. But one of the problems with porn... But yet you're watching porn, so why? What do you mean? Why oh, now, watch now porn? If you like always... Maybe, why not... Is it... Why not just always read the great book? It's just because of the modern lifestyle. It's like we think that everything... That feels like a cop-out. No, no, no. You're it's like home. you have time to jerk it. I don't think it's a cop-out. I, I mean that. Let's let's explore. I wanted that was. to feel as aggressive and barbed as it sounded. <laughs> no, no, I don't no. think that's. A <laughs> no, I just think I have a window to jerk it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, let's do this. Yeah, you're I've done. Out with Judd, you have to go to wardrobe. Look how I'm gonna. I go. I have this window to jerk it, and I've started the ex nihilo jerk. <laughs> ex nihilo jerk. The what off- is nihilo? Means out of nothing. <laughs> I don't know what that like is. Like ex machina. I went to Vassar College. You're going to Vassar. Ugh. You know that that's what that's from. You're oh Simpsons. Bart chanted to Lisa. Oh yeah, yeah, I won't have any more Vassar bashing in this household, young lady. <laughs> I went to Vassar. No one who didn't go to Vassar knows that doesn't know that. So anyway, so wait, why, why, why? Oh, and I don't have the time. Like I'm starting, and you're like, so I, if you do the book, the it mi- takes longer. That's right, and it's the microwave. It's the time. Version. Yes. You, can, you couldn't, you couldn't, I'm not going to say the Latin. You couldn't, <laughs> Nihilo? It sounds like nihilo. Hawaii. Like nihilism? Nihilo. I believe in nothing, nihilism, nihilo, nothing. I know what nihilism is. You went Fuck to the you. 
you, you piece of human Woo. garbage. Woo. Wait, 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 wait. So it takes too I just put your book up as if to present. It takes too long. Yeah, and I've how much longer? Here's on the average? problem with porn too. Yeah, is uh, and I, I mean this. I, I now I'm on maybe like a once a week, one once every two weeks. Maybe. Sure, uh, that's normal. I think that's a, yeah, I you're like fine. That. When I was on a daily, that's when I went off porn, and I'll tell you when I went off porn. Because did really you feel like it. you were watching too much porn? I at was. One point? I I would say a daily is too. Did much. Did it ever affect your sex life with people? Yes, that's yeah. the whole appeal of going off porn. Yeah, is if you. I, I talked about this on uh, Jim, Opie and Jim. Sure he did. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm not doubting you. I'm saying that's exactly where you would talk but about But I this. remember ranting with Jim Norton and, and him agreeing with me. I was like, can we just fucking allow us to have one itch that requires another person right, to right, help right, you? Right, 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 Like, do we have to make this society where... Amazon. I love Amazon, but here you go. Food. Here you Thank go. Thank you for that. Sex. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like I'm I work there. Like I, I own it. Like you, we're both oh, bound. Please to don't it. speak poorly of Amazon. They have sponsored this podcast. Before. God damn it! But it, it's just that I was just watching End of the Tour. Jason Siegel. Uh, the mm. the. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. How was Infinite it? Jest. Infinite Jest. How am I blanking on the guy's name? David Foster Wallace. Thank you, Davey Foster I know some Wallace. stuff, too. What to nihilism <laughs> is. <laughs> Fuck you. I wasn't. I didn't think ah, I was joking. I'm joking. Was it good, the movie? It's great. And there's this part where D. Foss Wall is like, for, from not knowing his name to an abbreviation. Yeah, sure. Terrible, terrible. I hate myself. So anyway. D. Difawa is talking about the danger of living in a world where everything is brought to you. And he proposes, and this is, you know, in the past, obviously, he passed away. He, so it was ahead of his time. He was talking about virtual reality porn. Now that's a thing. And he's like, yeah. once that gets perfected and you can really put on the goggles and the thing and some sort of flashlight on your junk and a treadmill in case it's some sort of running fuck fantasy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we run a real risk of being able to feel pleasure constantly alone being presented to you by people that don't love you, that just want your money. And then he goes, that's okay. That's fine in small doses. That's what a movie is. Here, we're entertaining you, but really, we wanted your money. I'm not saying that's my thing, but that is the corporate model. Right? And he goes, if, you, if we get to that point, you will die in a very meaningful way. In a very, I don't know if he means a literal physical death, but he's like, you will be dead. And I, I worry about this. So oh, we, God. I started getting a Pavlovian response when I would open my laptop. I would feel blood going to my dick because it was like it's yeah, showtime. Yeah, here ready. Here I know where, ready. I know where this yeah, is. Ready. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, not I'm a, looking for a baby humidifier. Ah, not spreading. How dare on a you? Sheet. How dare you? Yeah. So it's, it's it is tricky, but it's the variety of it too is very appealing to both men and women, of course. Sure. But uh, I, I've heard in particular men, it's the I want to see an Asian. I don't woman need variety. In, Oh. I actually don't. I mean, that actually may be a gendery. I don't know. I what don't, do you mean? You, but you're not not but, in terms of porn. I mean, of course, you know. I think about being. You know, it's like you're married, and of course, like I, I'm not like an angel who's like I don't have any other desires or needs ever. But yeah. in terms of porn, yeah, like I variety. Like I don't need to see different sizes and shapes but and the, colors of men. I find that- Whites only, please. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't need it. Like, it's not, I don't need to go through like a, a variety pack. Like, that isn't necessary. I find it for interesting my... then that you're not going to the same one that you know will get you there. Because I'm a big go backer. This I'm is like, I like this one. This is where I'm like a sad middle aged lady. It's like, I don't know how to find them again. You email them to yourself. <laughs> is that what you do? For sure. See, that's the type of thing where I feel like suddenly six billion people in India get on my, like, if I. Uh, if oh. I ta- if I click on something, like I'm 
scared of it. Yeah. There are some videos I would love to go back to. Or, you know, it is. In Did your, you see blue is history. the warmest color? Is that a porn? No. <laughs> no. <gasps> you should see blue is. Did you see blue is the warmest color? Do you what know what is it this? is? No. Look, I'll write it down. Uh, okay. You have to, first of all, it's like five hours long. And so it's like half a day. And then you need the rest of the day to fucking recover. Blue is the warmest color was this um, French indie film that came out in 2013. Um, 2013. About and I guess it's based on some graphic novel which I didn't know about, but it's and it became like this huge splash at Cannes. Steven Spielberg uh-huh. was like, "Oh, what an amazing movie!" And it's the story of these uh, of this girl in France, and she's in high school. I'm doing it terrible, but she ends up she's dating guys, and then she meets this sort of beautiful kind of punk-looking lesbian French woman, and they, and she has like a sexual, it's a sexual awakening movie. And what was the controversy around it was that the sex (laughs) scenes in it are, are like, they're like in real time. No cuts. And Or there are cuts, but it's not the point. They're so, graphic is the wrong word although it's also the right word because yeah. it's not just like pussy or tits it's like two people fucking fucking in a very specific kind of way and these scenes are so intimate and human and insane and there's a few and so <laughs> I, <laughs> I was actually it came out i was getting married in like a month or two and me and my fiance were we just had one of those huge fucking fights you have before you get married. It's like the reason you get engaged just to like fucking finish having these fights, although you never oh. finish. So <laughs> I and I stormed out of the house and I didn't have anywhere to go. And I was like walking around New York City and I was like, I want to go home and I'm so upset. And where I but we're like at a certain point, where do you fucking go for hours? Like my friends yeah. were around. And then I see blue is the warmest color is playing, and I know that it's like a four hour fucking journey yeah yeah and so i go see this it's like being in a trench coat it's like seeing that movie i guess it would be as uncomfortable to see it with someone yeah but seeing it by yourself yep because of all the sexy sex right anyway you got to double down and smoke a cigar i just i kind of was <laughs> anyway it's an amazing it is not a perfect movie but they capture something amazing why did I bring this up? Oh, if I could like watch those sex scenes for the rest of my life, I wouldn't need any other porn. But that's uh, I, if I could just watch that over and over and okay. over and over and over. I think it would never. I'm going to text for me. Val. I've we like it's such a big thing. I've never done this. <laughs> I, I've, I've just never. I've never. Listeners, t- this is the first time I've ever texted uh, during my podcast. What is that, lady? Oh yeah, please, Val, help me out. Site. But you should watch this movie because the other thing about the movie. Oh, she'll love it. We watched Carol and I was like, get to it! (laughs) Get to it! If you were get to it with Carol, (laughs) what happens in Carol? Someone like fucking brushes someone's boob for two seconds? Nothing. Nothing of import. Blue is the warmest color. A profound piece of art. Yeah. That's a little decimating and also fucking just like it's its own sex thing. Yeah. I am interested. You see everything. I'm interested because my first thought is like, oh, I'll watch that with Val. It's like a colposcopy. A what? I hope you never noticed. Colposcopy is when you uh, have HPV and you have to like scrape your cervix a little bit. But it's that deep. 
I understand. The I'm, cervix is all the way at the back. It's all the way at if the back. Play, it's so gross. If you play handball in a vagina, you're I think this it against is the, the door, cervix. but at the back of the door is another door. Oh my so god! So gross. I know. I'm gross. Female out by my body. Throat. What is gross? All bodies. All bodies. I know. I got we an have... endoscopy. And oh, it's my see, nightmare. You see your throat. No, and you're thank like, you. Oh, I have three vaginas on the way <laughs> down to my stomach. People are like, oh, pussies. Everyone's got them, baby. There's a dumpling stand. Yeah. Pop up. Oh, my so many God. Vaginas. So many vaginas. What was I going to. What were we talking about? We female, talking porn, about porn, female porn, needing variety. You masturbating. Oh, needing one thing or not more than one thing. I don't need the variety. Well, the variety, pack. going off of it is really good for your sex life. And that's why I don't do it every time I have the urge. I, I actually, I parent myself and go, right. it's better to do it with a person. Right. And it's better. It's weird that we get into a world where we start pushing buttons. Hungry, eat. You know, horny, right. come. Right. That's that's not necessarily good. Like take sleep. I'm a big sleeper. But everyone's sure around, you are. I do a it every fa- night. Famously a sleeper. <laughs> every he night. Knows. I don't fuck around with sleep though. You're a good sleeper. But everyone pretty good, yeah. And every once in a while though, you'll only get the four. You get like four hours. I know I'm talking to a new parent here, but I'm just saying here I am in my No, in I just hate you. It's not a big deal. White leather pants and I'm moonwalking around the West <laughs> Village. And I get four hours, and you're like, shit, that wasn't enough. I haven't received what I need. And then you have the most coherent, clear, amazing, alive, alert day because you didn't get what you needed. Similarly, I'm horny. I don't jerk it. Yeah, it can be a little unpleasant to be a fella, and you're driving around, and every single person you see, you want to have sex. It's, so it's it's unpleasant. Every single? Not every single. But you okay. know what I mean? You're f- so hypersexualized that it starts to distract and, yeah. and it really puts you into the shadows. You're like, you know, as Jung would say, you're in, you're facing that sort of like id, yeah. gross. Yeah. It's not, I'm not saying it's always gross, but it can get a little intense. But then you ride it out and then you end up like falling in love because that urge took you to meet like some weird girl in the in the park. Do you that, ever look at like. Val replying. X, you- X art, it's called. X art? Ex Thank you, art. Val. Val, I'm sending you. Apparently, this is. You're going to tell me what Val likes to drink. <laughs> Do you ever look at the Pope and wonder? Like, and I, I'm a fan of the current Pope. I think he seems Pope so Francis. nice. Pope Francis. Uh, yeah, Do you yeah. ever look at the Pope and think, like, how horny are you still? Ever. I know. Do you think how do they and I'm I'm coming from like hopefully an optimistic place of like yeah. he's not diddling around kids and all that stuff. But I don't think is... he is. But whatever. So coming at it from let's let's pretend for a second that he's not like diddling kids. How do like how do he and other like well meaning yeah. religious well, people anyone doesn't have to be the Pope. Any is... religious people who've taken a vow of celibacy, is there a point in which it's just gone? Do you think like is the like does he does Francis every now and then like drive down Sunset and there's a girl like in her yoga pants like about to go if I can do I would pop have, physique and would, he's like oh I'll take it one step further a non sexual Jesus is almost of no use to me right I grew up being like Jesus the whole idea of the priest being celibate and the pope being celibate and all that was modeled off of this idea of an ethically pure Jesus right. meaning we always said fully God and fully human but we didn't mean it. We were like fully God, yeah, right. fully human because he's in a body. But right. I mean, like, f- I but want not him. like jerking off like at the back of a what, fucking, what, chi- you know. What good is that? That's yeah. me looking Chibos. at my at my guru, uh, not my guru, but was a Jesus guru. supposed to have taken a? I don't know anything. I'm Jewish. Was he supposed to he be celibate well, or not even? He didn't marry, so it was assumed that. He but didn't. is it? Was he? Or some people think he married. 
They called him rabbi, so they only call him married man rabbi. Was Jesus supposed to have taken a vow of celibacy, or no. is that not even necessary? All of that it's just stuff assumed. Is later. That's way after he's gone, as we're like, well, he didn't have sex, and the priesthood is developed. In the is church. it in the Bible that he was celibate? No. No. It's so – when I talked to Richard Rohr, Father Richard Rohr, Franciscan friar, where we get Pope Francis's name. Sure, uh, sure. Why do you keep pretending like I didn't go to Vassar? Is Vassar a Catholic school? No, but I know, but I know. World religion. No, I know Francis. It's so weird. I never Come on, in a, for a moment thought – How dare you? Go on. So anyway, I wouldn't think – I didn't know you? that three months ago really? before I interviewed him. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, St. Francis. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, what was I saying? So you were talking to this uh, Franciscan friar, friar about... Oh, and he was talking about specific, the church, not just Catholics, but all of us, our obsession with the sins of the body. Abortion. Uh, and, you know, we're using the term sin lightly here. Right. Sex. Right. Masturbation. Right, right, right. All of these things. And, and he was like, just get off it. Just get off it. Like, we have so much body shame. Yeah. There's so much like I shit and I piss and blood and fucking cum and it's disgusting that we love to jump on the like, don't fuck. So right. here's Jesus. There's no mention of a wife, but there's also no mention, by the way, they're being written by, don't get me started, by Semitic storytellers that have no interest in whether or not he was ticking certain boxes that would please people. Right, right. More about a feeling than it was fact. That's right, all right, I'm going right. to say. It was about a feeling, right. about a fact. Then we turn it into fact, not feeling, and that's where we get... That's where we get tangled up. Fundamentalism, too. That's where we get like, no, he didn't have a wife. He didn't... Right, right. Jesus been a shockingly because I was sex obsessed as a youth. You know, sure. Going for my little peeping I'm fucking tom look, yeah the binoculars. I'm looking at fucking legs. But then you get introduced to this idea that sex is bad, and we didn't get it in the same way that the Catholics did, but we definitely got a dose of don't do it, don't do it, don't think about it, don't masturbate, don't do it, don't do it. And then you're pouring over Jesus's words, going like. When does he talk about it? There's like one verse in the Sermon on the Mount where he says, if you look at a woman with lust in your heart, it's the same as adultery. But right. to me, he's just kind of leveling everything out. Right. He's like, you think this is better and this is worse. Really, we're all just right here, right now, not. It's bad to look. It's bad to do. Right, 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 right. But it's, it's, a, it's a shame that everything has been hung up on that. To your point, I think Pope Francis occasionally gets horny. And what good is he if he doesn't? What good is he if he doesn't? And what good is Jesus to me? We already had the floating perfect idea of God, that, that metaphor of the sinless perfection omnipresent. Why have the story of the man that comes to earth if he's not going to feel what it feels like to be 14? If he's not going to feel the difference when you hit 25, when you hit 30? You know what I'm saying? What good is that? That's the whole fucking point. Happy Passover, Pete. Happy Passover. <laughs> Good Pesach. Is it Passover? Uh, I think it may have just ended. Um, it's always passing us over. Uh, oh, takes a deep slug of that artisanal green juice. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. You said it like Chappelle. <laughs> Some <sweet laughs> green juice. Some of that green, green juice. Some of that green drink. Uh, I don't know how I we got know. there. I don't know how we got there. Sex stuff. But you think the Pope gets horny every once in a while? I, um, well, yeah, I guess so. And I... Or would you believe that they're just regular old men that don't? I think I'm just thinking about sex a lot right now. <laughs> um, I don't know. I Part of me feels like I don't, um, and this, I'm, I am not like the kind, I, I've never done like a religious deep dive the way you grew up yeah. in that world. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in it and I definitely... I'm interested in God stuff and you spirituality. Are. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. Um, 
but I've never like I've I feel like that stuff is still ahead of me in terms of like really like going into like where where do I want to be? I mean, I like I think the Jews are I feel good. I I was born into the Jews and so I feel like that's probably going to be fine. I didn't choose Jews. Didn't choose Jews. Jews me. The Jews, the choosing. The choosing. The Jews. The Jews and people. Um but I'm not sure about like I guess I yeah, so I feel like all anything I have to say about any of this stuff is like a dum dums. No, no. Like from a dum dum. But this is the safe from space. From a dum dum. But the Jews are laughing most. When I say we've some, got some stuff down, you're doing. We great. have some stuff down. You guys, it's have, not perfect. You know what sound? It now? is not perfect. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Not perfect. Um, but, but you, you have. Eh, you the have that. Sex shame. Eh. The sex shame stuff is, I think, light years ahead of some of your people's stuff with the set. Not that there isn't a ton of. I... Fucking sex nonsense, but not as much. I guess what I I still look at. I'm like, why? Why should anyone be celibate? Why should anyone have to do the vow of celibacy? You know what helps me understand it? Like, why should anybody be a hermit? You know what I mean? Like, I understand the calling to like. I want to go and live in a monastery. Like when a Tibetan guy does it, yeah, and he just wants to chant all day, yeah, and live in the ecstasy of the divine. Right. I get that. When I know my cousin is like, you know... and this Cousin is, Holmes. Cousin Holmes, and, and he's like a big drinker, and he feels kind of weird about right. it, and maybe he's gay, and then he goes into the priesthood. It seems so much less... When it's more exotic, I get it more. Right. But even in the 60s, we had hermits. Like, people would go away and live in caves and write books and chant. Sure. But, and that makes sense. Right, but I guess it's like in terms of like if you're talking about... Spirituality, being a spiritual leader. God, I can't believe I'm fucking talking about this. But because it's like this is all just whatever. But I, I'm very right now into like. It just feels like there's something about the full spectrum of human experience and the relationship of spirituality and joy and being alive and joy. And it's certainly not to say that you can't be feeling joy if you never have sex, but. The joy of sex. Yeah, no, the joy of sex. I don't know. I'm thinking a lot about joy because I also feel like first year of parenthood, like there's a book. There's so many books about parenthood that have great titles and I've like never read them, but the title almost feels like enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a book about having, about being a new parent called All Joy and No Fun. Oh. And it's like. That's it. That's part of it. That's but it. I would say that. Yeah, and then there's like a I don't know, but just this idea that I like right now I spend a lot of time with my kid. I spend a lot of time at home. I do enjoy drinking, and I get I do get some joy from my child, of course. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like oh, I want like more. Like am I I worry that I'm not feeling enough. Like I miss some of the old joys, mm. and I just I think like. I would like to have sex again. We're working on it. <laughs> but I think like there's something, the word joy and what that means to being alive. And it can mean so many things. But I'm like, why should anyone have to miss out on sex as like I agree. a high level of spiritual this, that? How, for how many people is sex what the is, closest they get to some when we're talking about the merge and when we're talking the about merge. losing? When you're losing yourself. Most people are very present when they're having sex. And that is, to me, a very divine thing. Sure. You know what I mean? So why leave that out? Why leave that out? And, like, what is... Is there not some... This is so stupid. 
stupid, I think. But like, is there some inherent, this notion that like, oh, the leader of our religion or many religions, the the place of the vow of celibacy in some way is placing this value on passing up what some might say is just one of the most joyous experiences you can have in life and that there's wisdom to be gained from it that is in some way better than the wisdom you gain not doing that. It kind of, I don't think I'm forced. I do think we should wrap it up. No, that's the 90 minute. Oh, okay. It goes back to the mom is supposed to suffer. Right. It's like the guru or the teacher or the, or the leader or the right. or the prophet sure. is supposed to be so enthralled in ecstasy that he has no As interest. Kurt Metzger would say, the angry sky Jew. I've heard him say cave Jew, too. I like the sky, ca- Jew. Yeah, sky Jew. The angry sky Jew. Angry sky Jew. Wow, he knows. Talk about, that's, he's the baby book title uh, of, of oh putting down religion. Oh, my God. <laughs> he can do it very quickly. He's got it. But, you know, it's interesting. I've recently, you know, you find out that some ancient Indian teacher that you love, you find out that he was having sex and there's something very Western and maybe I always use the term puritanical, but it's a little self-judgy that you're like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Really? There's a flash of it. Really? And then it takes me a minute to be like, that's okay, I guess. What is the flash? Well, if you're fucking your devotees, do you start to feel that? Like if you're – if I'm a spiritual teacher and I'm teaching you how to merge with oneness right. and then I fuck you. Oh, you find out that they're fucking their students. That's what it is. Oh. But they never said come Like UCB my, teachers. But that's the thing is they never said sign up for my class. They were just walking through a village and, and – Right, right. Oh, that's a different thing. I thought you they found out, you found out they were just having but sex But don't you general. see how we start to go – Because it's power. Because it's say, power. This is why I say I like my gurus dead. Like Jesus is a better teacher dead because we don't – we can't go like, but right. he hated Mexicans or whatever right, right. it was. Look like, at those tweets. <laughs> that's that's why it's better. Yeah, you that's shouldn't a, tweet. Why we can't have another Jesus. Yeah. If he had an Instagram account, we wouldn't be following this guy. <sighs> but that you know, but then you throw into the mixed sex. I I would say like it took me a while to get over it, but I was like, of course. Like that's why the the celibate Jesus or the non horny Jesus isn't very useful to it's me. It's not useful. It was more useful to me when I was fifteen and I wanted to fuck like a couch and I was like, be like Jesus. That was helpful maybe then if you can even call that. Is the guru on your laptop who pops up before and after you jerk off to porn? Does he have sex? Yes. He's, and he's alive. No, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, but he yeah. did have some sex. Allegedly. I, you know, I wasn't there. <laughs> You're like, we haven't spoken. <laughs> Who's your guru again? My, I consider Ramdas my guru. Oh, Ramdas. I've heard you talk about Ramdas. Should yeah, I be reading Ramdas? I think you. I, here's my thing. I send a lot of people experiments in truth on iTunes. Oh, is that his book? It's a, it's an audio series. It's like it was six discs, so it's like six hours okay. of, of lectures. They're amazing. They're I like, have that time. They're like one hour sets. I can though. do that. Well, I'll drive around and listen to it. If you like it, you'll love it. If you don't, I like think I it, would love it from everything. Like when you talked to Gary Shandling about it, yeah. I was like, "Ooh, look at listen to all these nuggets." But you, here's a lesson that I'm still trying to learn, which is I have that thing. That's why this podcast is useful to me because I can just kind of like dole out advice. It's very nonspecific, and yeah, if you yeah, want yeah, it, yeah, you can yeah, take yeah. it. But with people, I tend to be like, "You will love this. This will change your life." And then I send it to them on iTunes, and then I never get the email that they open it, right? Because you right, do get right. an email that's like, "Hey, they received your gift," and right. they open it. Oh, never! And it's like a sixty dollar gift, and you're kind of like, "I'm not going to do." I always say, "I'm not going to do it," and then I always do it again. Yeah. And I do it again. Send my mom books. It is that is such a thing of you got to stop sending mom books. Yeah, is uh, <laughs> well, when you love something, like when something has meant so much to you, and you are like, "Oh, you got to read it," mm. and um, and you give it to. Someone and then they don't totally respond, or I mean, I guess even worse than not opening it is opening it and being and like, eh. yeah. 
Like, I read this book. Have you read Tiny Beautiful Things? No. Oh, I'm about to do it to you. Do it. Cheryl Strayed, who wrote Wild, mm-hmm. um, which became a movie. Yep. But it's great. Wild is a great book. Uh, but then she was an advice columnist before she was famous. There was this website called The Rumpus. I don't know if you ever heard of Rumpus. But, um, the Wild One? Um, I don't know. what It's like a literary website just called The Rumpus. And they had an advice column under uh, the name Dear Sugar. And so someone had been writing the advice column. Cheryl Strait is just a <coughs> relatively unknown writer at the time. She takes over the advice column under this name Dear Sugar. Wild hasn't come out. People write in letters. She answers them, but it's not like "Dear Abby, I'm like Christmas is coming." What give? It's yeah. like the deepest, fucking most deep dive letters to which she, or just the most complicated, like not like human shit. Yeah. To which Cheryl Strayed would then write back ten to fifteen page, sometimes one page, meditations on everything about what these people were going through and then she became famous and then the letters that she wrote as dear sugar were published in this book called tiny beautiful things it is a life-changing writing it down uh book and now she has a podcast that she does with the original advice column please don't plug another um no it's cool (laughs) um it's you know amazon.com is uh, my sponsor um but uh what's it called it's called dear sugar and she and the guy She's just she she's very I don't know I think this would make you very happy and I've been I've been doing the thing of giving everyone the book yeah. and telling everyone and I would tell anyone listening to this but I think but that's what podcasts are really for help. advice just, is better when you just let it like fertilize with it's it so easy like to crop read. dust with uh, it crop <laughs> dust if, if with you, it if you tell someone you should read this it's 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 more personal when you just tell the weirdos listening. I don't know. The weirdos listening should all read. You should read the book anyway. Blah blah blah. Now, well, and back. Well, let's get you back to your thought. Where are you now with God? As I tell you to listen to Ramda. Where am I now with God? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm. I like. I feel. You know. I think I feel like everybody else that I probably spend like seventy percent of each day feeling a little bit at sea or stuffing down the feeling of being a little a little thorn. No, like a thorn, you oh. know, like um like Pima Chodron. I remember Gary Shandling that said like you didn't you'd never read Pima Chodron either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. You still haven't listened even though he died and he fucking asked you to read it. <laughs> God. No Pima Chodron is this Buddhist nun who's written some very in that world, very well known books that are amazing. Um, dealing with all the kind of stuff that I think you love to deal with. Um, yeah. And she talks about, she writes a lot about all the stuff we were talking about of your just, you don't want to be present. I'm, uh, I want to get out of here. I want to mm. go, I want to go over there and mm. trying to get out of yourself and escaping and that feeling of just, oh, I feel a little, something's a little off and how do I fix it? Do I use alcohol? Do I use porn? Do I, I just want to get out of here? She's written a ton about that and I, hmm. I think I have that feeling of like, I, there's nothing wrong. I'm not being chased by a tiger. Like, nothing's awful, but I feel no, like, probably half of each day, not necessarily contiguous minutes. But I think I'm a person, I deal with depression a lot. I deal with a lot of anxiety a lot. And so I'm, I think I'm, I know, especially now that I am. A mother. Like, I want to be better for my kid. And I grew up with two parents who I think dealt, were depressed in their own ways. And you're like, oh, how do I, 
this beautiful little kid. Like, I don't want him to have a depressed mom. I need mm. to fix it. Mm. It's kind of sad that it would take having a kid to be like, I need to fucking fix it. But um, so to answer your question, I'm like, yeah, I, th- I would like to. I feel like now I would like to find more of a system mm. with like a map, like, and whether it's Judaism or finding a temple, something where I'm like, I need to. It's such bullshit to kind of like, it's like doing stand up once every six months. Like, mm. you're not going to really learn it. Like, you, you have to fucking have a, you have to be in a whole system mm. to deal with yourself. I mm-hmm. don't know. I feel like I'm fucking rambling. No, you know, it's the other. Like, I want, I, I want to, for me to think every couple of days, like, oh, I, I should, how do I like, what spirituality can I pluck? In this moment, mm. to like deal with myself, I'm like, no, you. This is a real. It's as if it's like having cancer. I'm like, this is. It's not like having cancer. God forbid. But in some, but in the sense, I keep thinking like, oh, I'll just deal with this another time. Mm. And I'm like, no, you need to deal with it right now and pay real attention to it. Mm-hmm. Your spiritual life, mm. I guess, is what I'm saying. Mm. So I would like to figure it out. It's funny, your your draw towards the temple, talking about Richard Rory, he has this great series that I've been plugging called Sermon on the Mount, which is only loosely about the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. But he talks so much about religion and he talks about, this is this thing that really blew my mind about how the the God is everywhere people never change the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like it's the imperfect systems, like the Catholic Church, like the uh, Jewish temples. That that aren't perfect, right. but that stand for something. Yeah, and this is a very this is a mystical idea I come across time and time again, which is you can't build a bridge from the middle. You have to so you start at the Jewish temple and you start building right. it out. Right, then you get to the other side and you can go like some of that was baloney. Right, but you got to start from somewhere and you have to believe in something and you have to commit to something. Yeah. But there are just not enough Richard Rohrs going. I get it. It's not perfect. Right, right. Like this is some of this is just fucked up. Yeah, but like you got to start somewhere. You need to. Com- like get into it, yeah. Because the all, all the things that I kind of believe are great to believe when you're 37 and you've been through the ringer, right? But like for when I think about children and stuff, I I see the appeal of the Catholic Church, even though I'm not Catholic. I right. see the appeal of the Jewish temple, even though I, w- I wasn't raised Jewish, you know. Yeah. So I, I hear you going like, oh, we should. We should like double down into one of these things, and I think that's what it is to pick a religion. For well, your child. It's, I guess it's less even like, oh, I need to like. I guess what I meant is more. Here's like, this feels like the right metaphor. Whether it's, it's not necessarily about it being Judaism or Buddhism or whatever. So much as in like, I am going through life. I am now forty. I think I'm doing okay, <laughs> but like, I when I think about oh, I, when I feel shaky, when shit gets hard. Like, do I have, like, a toolbox, Mm. real fucking new agey, whatever. But I'm like, do I have my organized, like, a well-organized toolbox where I have thought really hard about what's in there? What, like, what do I need? Have I given any thought Mm -hmm. to, like, what's in there? Mm. And I have, but I think not nearly as much as I should have. That's the feeling of life, I think. So, like... I don't know if I'm hearing guilt or like you're like I, I should really commit to this. It's not guilt. It's more. It is coming from genuine. Like there are times where I feel 
um, I don't know what's the word. I'm fucking. This is like low blood sugar shit. But um, kind. I feel kind, kind bar. bars. Oh, the worst <laughs> name. Um, I just feel I feel not okay. Let's call mm. it not okay. You mm. feel the not okayness, and it's like free floating anxiety, mm-hmm. or even long standing anxieties about real things that continue to just sort of like sniggle at you in this way that continues, and mm. you never totally deal with it. And I kind of just push them aside. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't feel, I, I don't totally feel like I, I would like to have the rootedness in my life of the toolbox where I have studied or done. And it's not one thing or committing to one thing. Any, just enough that like even like meditation, mm. which I've tried and failed at many times, but like. I'm a grown up and I should know how to deal with this. Mm. Like I'm a grown up and I should by now have found the tool that will, cause, and I'm not saying it's going to get rid of the free floating. I'm not okay feeling, but when I have that feeling, I like, I just feel like, gosh, you should know how to deal with that better by now. Mm. And for, I think a lot of people that we know it's become meditation. Yeah. That's it. I find, you know, which hasn't worked for me. Study well. is better for me. Study there's different like re sitting and reading. Not well, it's more listening to them. listening and reading. Yeah. That's Listen, that's reading. more my thing. That's why that Ramdas thing. Right. And he has countless other things. And this just sounds like a commercial for Ramdas, but I'm just trying to tell you. No, that we all have a thing. I, like, I did a commercial for Pima Children. Uh, I like meditating, but I wouldn't say that that's the thing. I don't do it very often. I do it about as often as I look at pornography. Right. Honest. Sure. You open the laptop. <laughs> Come real hard. No, I go. I go into the transcendent. When I have a Pavlovian. Yeah. Um, Mark Maron has that joke about having two laptops. There's like yeah, his porn laptop. The, the porn, the he also dirt. has a great line about when you're done, the party's still going. I just think that's such a great. Line. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah, 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 yeah. Come yeah, on yeah, yourself, yeah. and there's still someone uh, going. Like, <laughs> 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 and you're like, Aww. so gross. But do you still? You have the not okay feeling. I'm going to bring yeah. it around. No, no, no. You're working on your pilot. I don't know how you deal with professional anxieties or what kind of personal anxieties maybe. Surprisingly well. My anxiety pools in irrational places. Do you feel the not okay feeling every day? Sure. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always – I feel everything. Val – so Val. Yeah. The great, sunshiny, steady Val. Beautiful Val. Beautiful Val. But she's like solid. Yeah. So she's observing me. And it's not that I'm – necessarily from outward appearances seeming like crazy. I don't think I'm like a weird right. boyfriend. But I remember one time she goes, in the course of the day, you feel everything. You feel every feeling. Right, right. And she knows. I will play her. There's this guy named Bhagavan, Bhagavan Das. Anyway, he chants. Yeah. And I played her this song, and it's called All Alone, if anyone wants to listen to it. And it's not about being all alone. It's about how... Awareness is all alone. Right. And that's why it multiplied and it made other things to like basically talk with itself and learn about itself. Sure. But when I talk to you, it's this very mystical idea that there's no there's no other. Right. It's a very traditional mystical idea, all one. Right, right, right. So when you sing all alone, it's making me chilly thinking about it. It's not a lonely song. Right. It's like a beautiful song. Right. So I will listen to that and I'll I'll cry and I'll play it for Val and I'll be like, This is this is everything. And then I'll come home from the show that night and I'll be like, Val. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. joking. No, go on, go on. Finish the story. She liked it. I hope she likes it. No, 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 I wasn't made I jumped in to make a stupid snarky remark and you're being I told you what nihilism. 
mean, my problem. No, it's not a part of your problem. Oh. What problem? No, wait, go on. So anyway, what so you problem? played it for Val. I've told the, I think I've told this you story You played before. it for Beautiful Val. But then later I came home from a show that was particularly bad and just kind of ranted about these jazzy night out jacket, white wine, Lululemon shitheads yeah. that didn't understand what I was trying to do. Yeah. And like about rich white women and how they fucking need to go away. The worst. <laughs> I, I tend to have bad shows for rich white women rich white in women. their 50s. Really? That's who I can't. I feel like I feel like I should do well with them. But if they don't know who I am and stuff, they just don't. They're, they're what do you, oh, well, that's a whole other topic. It's a whole other topic. But so there was like rage or whatever, and then there was crying at a song. And then, but to answer your question, what Val deals with a lot, I won't have, I hope the table read goes well, isn't it, I'm lucky, isn't a type of anxiety right. that fucks up my day. Right. So right. I have some stealedness right. with things like that. Right. But then she'll see, I'll make up a fake example, she'll see me be like, do you think Judd is mad at me because I didn't say thank you yes. when he gave me that sandwich? Yep. Yeah, and that That's can where, send you to your goddamn grave. And I just say, we say these things to each other. I go, I know I'm being irrational. Yeah. And I know that it's not real. Right. But I can't shake it. That's what my anxiety looks like. It's not... Oh no! What if the show doesn't work? No, 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 no! That's, that's it's surprisingly did, calm it's did for me. Did someone's <laughs> guest at the table read who I had a brief interaction with think that I was accidentally rude yep. to them, and I had an awkward moment, and I'm going to carry it around for a fucking week? That's it. But I wonder if this will help you. It helps me. Is the term my anxiety is choosing to pool here? Right. So I picture it almost like mercury, liquid mercury, right. and it just wants to go somewhere. Broken thermometer on the floor. Exactly. Little mercury drops. And let it pool. If it wants to pool right. in the last time I saw your parents, right. I hugged your mom but not your dad. Right. Right. Fine. <laughs> yeah. At least we have eyes on yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. We know where it we is. We know where it is. We'll keep it there. And it always – my anxiety feels like a chain being dragged by a truck. Like it's, it's on the pavement mm-hmm, and it's kind mm-hmm. of like sparking. Yep, yep. That's what anxiety feels like right. to me. We've made a sharp right turn and now the chain is whipped around and it's hit its own truck. Yeah. Uh, and the best thing I can do, it's like the guru on the laptop. Right. I go, this too. When I have the anxiety, something that helps me, and I'm not trying to solve your problems, I'm just talking about my anxiety, is to say this too, is to, is to right. love it as well. Right. And to say yes to it. And, and, and Jeff Garland and I had a nice conversation where we talked about waving to it. Right. It's like, there it is. Right. Liz Gilbert talks about fear being in the passenger seat in the car. Right. It has just to come. always there. Just come along. Just always there. But it's different from being like, get the fuck out of like a resisting. Yeah. Lean, lean, lean in. in. Ew. Yeah, it's leaning in. Lean in. Lean in. But there's something. Lean in Dunham. When people say, <laughs> when people say Sorry. love, I loved it. Cut it. When people say love is the answer, and this is another Richard Rohr thing, but I don't think people know what love is. And love, to me, has a lot to do with yes. It's being told yes. And right. when we say loving our anxiety, it's so counterintuitive to say yes to it or to say yes to your fear, to say yes. And to say, Duncan Trussell taught me, it's like your fear and your anxiety was there as a child because you were surrounded by giants and you learned to keep yourself safe. So it was like this like right. Frankenstein monster that you made to pick you up. Right. And now you're like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Instead of saying, like, I get it. Right. Like you said, I'm not being chased by a tiger. Right. That's you trying to say – that is you saying yes to it, being like, I get it. Right. You're in there for a reason. I don't know. I don't know either. Do you still worry about people liking you? 
Like, and I'm not talking about an audience. I'm not talking about stand-up. I'm talking about moving through your day. Like, do you, yeah. when you meet someone, do you still have anxiety I'll about you, just them liking you? I'll do you one worse. I, I haven't, Please. I haven't seen my therapist in a while. And I was in New York. Because, you know, he's out here. And so I'm just walking around the village and walking home and I'm like... Oh, I need to give me the name of your therapist, by the way. Dr. Gary Penn, whose book is available now. He's amazing. Really? I need a therapist. Drop everything. All right. So He's go amazing. on. Go on. Dr. Gary Penn. Okay. You could Google Pete Holmes therapist. It'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that ultimately say everything about every detail of your life? But then it, how does that lead into this? And, then, I, and then I'm going to throw it back to you. No, no. But I'm just going to say that it's not even that I need everybody to like me. If I'm being completely honest and really yeah. almost like scary digging deep. Right. There's a part of me that like gets angry if someone doesn't. Love me, like love you. The baby. This is what DGP, Doctor Gary Penn, sure, and I talk Dr. about. It's the breast going dry, and right. the baby screaming. Right. There's still. I've done a very good job of, I think, putting it away. Right. But if you dig really hard and really long into the most fucked up quadrant of me, there's something in there. We call this the performer part. Right. That goes like, no, I should be. You should give me what I want and celebrate and love me. And right. Love, 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 love me. You right. Know? And that's embarrassing to admit. The but, love. But yes, say yes to me. I would see it when I was single and I would try and sleep with somebody, like on a date or something. Right. You'd go out and you'd want them to like want you. Right. And if they didn't want you, I would get like a toddler type feeling. It was always right. alone. This isn't some confession that I ever got angry. I right. never did. I've, I've always been gentle. I've heard some stuff. But I remember I going back. You have not. No, I haven't. <laughs> God damn it, Pete. But that's oh. that's what you were saying. Naturally occurring guilt that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, yeah. I tried to talk about it on stage. If cops showed up to my house and said, we've been watching, come with us, yeah. I wouldn't be like, what? <laughs> that's the feeling of anxiety. That's the feeling of guilt. Oh, Christ on a cross. Now you talk. Uh, I think one of the – oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I think one of the greatest shames of my – for like of how I – when I think about what parts of me do I like, what parts of me do I not like, yeah. What I, one of the things that I cannot believe I am this age and still – like I was not a popular kid. I was very shy and I feel very awkward in school, in junior high school and high school, blah, blah, blah. And ultimately I had friends, but I never – it was hard for me. Mm. And, you know, and then I grew up and I do this and it's everything's fine enough, blah, blah, blah. I still have a – not – all of the time, but more times than not, in just basic, casual, like going to a table read. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is, meet this person. You're going to talk to them for maybe three minutes. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's someone who I'm like, oh, I, I like them. They seem cool. Like an actor on Transparent, whoever, anyone. but Or, or PA, anybody. I still, when I start talking to someone, have a basic little acorn of anxiety that they're not going to like me. Mm, mm-hmm. Why? I'm nice. Yep. Like, what is it? Why? Why do I have Can that? Can I tell you what DGP would tell you? I'll give you a taste of Dr. What Gary would DGP... But, but that's... Un, does that feel... Un, like, Katie, it's you don't feel unusual. that? Are you worried about... You know that, like... Or you don't care, or you know it's fine, because you're a nice... You're a nice lady. It's not a huge... I don't think that's that weird. I feel like to be at this age, to still feel it so acutely. But what is... With someone who also, it's not like, it's not, it's different from, I'm going on a date, are they going to like me? I'm talking about someone I might say, 
two minutes of words to. But that so I'm at the table read and and there was a a person that I. I, I think they don't like me. I remember I said, like, great job, but the the other person next to them wasn't in the script. Right. They were in the two scripts ago. Sure. So it felt weird to be like, and you too. Right, right, right. I, right. Already told I have them to take care job. of it. I have to take care of it. And then I'm like, oh, no, they're not going to like me. Like, I think that's completely normal. Right. What DGP would say. Yeah, DGP me. Is, I will DGP you. Is he says, uh, he'd say, Jesse, you are a nice person. And, he, and he'll go, I'm a smart person. I don't have to walk around like Dennis Miller going like pontificating yeah. and, and proving that I'm a smart person. Sure. And in the same way, you don't have to go around proving you are a nice person. You just are a nice person and you can kind of like relax a little bit. He does it better. He'd, he'd, he'd do it better. Oh, you liked it. Okay. <laughs> Tears streaming down my face. But that's a big thing and that's a type of love is he's saying – he's giving you a yes. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's demonstrating. But I would, I would like – I feel like there are those people who just seem – there are people who just seem so comfortable. And of course, there's it's always the illusion. Yeah. But there are people who just seem at ease. Well, how with many themselves of these people need to pass and the then time. and then we get the real story? That you know of I mean? course. How many times does that have to happen? Of course, before we, of course. Before we but don't you feel it. like you meet people who sort of seem to have like an easy like even I mean, whatever, you sat and talked with her and you know her, but like an Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah. Like I don't know her. I've never met her. I very much like her writing. I very much like listening to her speak. Yeah. I don't know why I'm pulling her out as an example. Please. But even she writes, actually, she, she kind does. of acknowledges to her, like yes. in her own writing, that she's, well, I don't think, she talks about how she gets along very well with people. Uh. She's like, <laughs> I totally, I left, I left hooked you. Oh. She writes about, <laughs> she, she seems about- like a comfortable, she writes a lot about the struggles that she deals with as a human being. Divorce, her whole thing, everything that happened, but she has a charisma and an at easeness that she, in Eat, Pray, Love, talks about. Oh, I could travel anywhere. Like this is what I'm talking about. She could, she writes about I can go anywhere, and I'm always able to kind of make friends. Yeah, I'm I'm easy it. to talk to. Yeah, I would fucking pay twenty thousand dollars for a pill that does that. That's about as much as I think I could give away for it, but that seems like a lot of money. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. I've, I feel like a little edge of sadness in my life that I don't feel like I'll ever be that person. What I'm interested in, though, is how much of that is conditioning, because I know people like that. I know several people like that. Right. And then I'm trying to be a person like that, right? Right. But that's, it's an effort. And part of that effort is being around people like that. Right. Rob Bell, one of my absolute best friends, is one of those people. Right. He's male Liz Wait, Gilbert. who's Rob Bell? He's an author. Okay. He, him and Liz are, are very good friends. Okay. And they're very like, what's going on? Right, like, We're right. the same person. Right. And, you know, there's no expose here or betrayal of trust because when I see Rob, I see someone who does that and it's an intentional – space right. that they're surfing in. Yeah. And they find, like the Catholic Church or the draw to going to the Jewish temple or whatever it was, even though that was more my point and I misunderstood what you were trying to say. No, no, no. They find the system, the bumpers that keep them in that flow. Right. So can you say, do they feel anxiety? Yes. But like you were saying with the toolbox, they start to, if it's family, if it's friends, if it's reading, you start making these lists not necessarily literally making lists, but right. like, what are the things that make me feel yes? And right. what are the things that make me feel fear? Right. And you watch these life masters yeah. that start controlling where the ball goes a little bit better than you or I. But where Controlling I th- where the ball goes. Yeah. But you know what I think it is? It's, it's really little things. I was just talking in, the, in my own writer's room about 
how it's embarrassing that when I like brush my teeth and I look at myself in the mirror, I always think like, look at that good looking son of a bitch or whatever. Right. That doesn't mean I don't see the flaws. Would you like to have that conversation? We can, but you start seeing that conditioning. So when you look in the mirror, you're like, I'm pretty happy with this. Yeah. No, I'll go harder. I'll, I'll, Say it harder like, than no. I, I want to fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah, I would unfuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it can oh go bad god. too. It oh can go my bad. God. But generally, you have that feeling. You like yourself. But that, how much of that is effort? I just had a very long conversation with somebody about self love, and they're like, "You seem to have done it." And I was like, "I agree. I am a self love person," which right. sounds like, "Oh, I love me." It's no, a self no, no. yes person. It's right. a self yes person. It's, I yeah. It's a this too person. It's a that's where you get the confidently vulnerable alpha. Right, right, right. That goes right. like, I had diarrhea and it went down my leg, and people are like, right, yeah, let him leave we us. Want to see it. Yeah, show us your diarrhea. That's it, and that's a different type of strain. The other strain that from the eighties and certainly the fifties and sixties. Right, right. Was I think I have. I have. I think part of what is frustrating to me is that I I can be a self love person, and I feel like I'm closer to that now than I've been. In days before, you know, like yeah. I, you know, I'm moving through the world. I'm getting closer to it. But I think some, like the genuine frustration that I feel about, like, I think I feel like an awkward person. Like, mm. I think I have confidence. Like, I know I'm, my intentions are good. I'm not a dick. Uh, I want to take care of people. Yeah. I have manners. Yeah. Like, I know how I want to, I know what I want. This is fucking very sci-fi but like I, I know what i want to be radiating through the world like when i walk and get coffee and i yeah. like go buy coffee from someone like i want to be a basic a, a baseline positive presence and mm-hmm. i feel confident about my ability to do that but i also feel like there i have i feel like an awkward person yeah. and i feel like sometimes like there's a lot that gets lost in translation i don't know it's a weird thing I I just think it's gorgeous to talk about it in this manner. I'm not trying to wrap it up. I'd love to. Talk no, about let's this. wrap it let's up. Not, let's not wrap it. I do want to respect your time, and you have. Heinmar. I don't want to wrap it up. I I just this sounded like me putting a pin in it. Or, no, no, or no, no. But you it. can. I think I'm just going off of all I've done today is wake up and drive here. Right. But yesterday was the table read, and I'll tell you. I wanted to hear. This is where we started. I know, but I but you keep reminding me. If you'd like to probe it, I could tell you, beat by beat, how many moments I was like afraid or uncomfortable. And there you are, right? It's your show, and and this isn't just like <laughs> no. I, right, I mean, like right, right. real feels very meaningful to you. Like I upset that person, and I'm right. going to worry about that right. until I see them again. And this person that had nothing. No feelings about it. So we saw the Avid Brothers last night. Right. And we were a little stoned. And Val is next to me. Pete! I, I know. And I thought she went, oh, woo, 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 right? And that's a funny thing to do. Sure. So I went, oh, woo, 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 just to like, yes, oh, and her. Sh- and it wasn't her. It was the guy behind us. So now I spent the better part of one of the songs going, this guy thinks I'm mocking his... Who fucking cares? Right, who fucking cares? He's right. Probably you stoned. care. You care. You care. And if he cares, we can deal with that. Oh. That's a DGP thing. It's like if that happens, then deal with it. But there's no. Uh, actually, the musician I was talking about, Bhagavan Das, who's kind of a complicated, weird guy, but he did say something like, "Worrying is like praying for what you don't want." Yeah, yeah, which is yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he made that up, but I was like, 
These things are real. That conversation I had with uh, Gary in heaven and I'm dead and feels real and your brain is so stupid. That's why why not look in the mirror and say, look at that good looking son of a bitch. Even if you're feeling fat or you're looking older or your hair is getting – I get it. You get it. Thanks for the hint. You are a friend. You are a friend. No, no. I think it's also – like uh, there's a lot of science about like how the human brain is made to, uh, you know, we're the brain is built to make stories yes. as a form of survival. That's right. And so, like I remember reading one very specific. It was an article about uh, intelligent design when mm-hmm. that was trying to get like passed off on everybody. It's like, well, not evolution, but this. Right, like, right, right. No, it's not <laughs> in science at all. But um, anyway, there was an article about it, and it referred to. The brain wanting to make stories, and there was like some simple early test that is referred to in in those studies where a person is shown a computer screen, and there's two triangles that are just yeah. randomly dancing around, totally computer chaos generated, and people watching would be like, "Oh, well, that triangle is chasing the other triangle." Yeah, and I feel like that is the one I I think about the triangles all the time, and I do in moments of negativity. Or the not okay feeling, or oh my god, did I just offend the guy at the Avid Brothers concert right. because I did this very silly oh thing? Oh my god! Like I think, oh, it's two this, triangles. It's the triangle. That's a triangle. That's a triangle. I just made up a story. Yes. About the triangles, guess but they're the, just two triangles. And you're the star of the triangle story. Oh. Like, he thinks I was thinking of him. I'm the Angelina and Jolie of triangles. Central casting. Central fucking casting. Self central casting. Tri- <laughs> I um yeah the triangle I do that is the That's one so thing good. that makes me feel better when I am in that zone of like oh I've offended or I'm offended or does that person hate I'm like triangles yeah it's just triangles yeah yeah they're yeah. just moving around I don't know you made me remember that I have a lot of uh, for someone at my best whenever we say like I think I'm like which you I really do it's like rested fed right blood right, sugar right. you. Me at my best. You want to talk right. to me after I listen to Experiments in Truth? I will tell you with complete certainty that I am not afraid to die, that we never really die. Right. All the beautiful things. Right, right. But if I'm on a- Then you feel a lump. What's that? Yeah, exactly. That's right. Which you? And God forbid I feel a lump and right. I'm uh, tired or right. blood sugar low. All these different things that fuck up the way that our brains work and the way that we are. Right. We're not controlling the way the ball moves anymore, and now we're vulnerable. Yeah, we're yeah, an exposed yeah. nerve. Yeah. I notice that I still will have like – I talk a good game, and I'm trying yeah. to get my heart where my head is. What do is. all these things mean until they're tested? That's right. And you know what I do with death is I go like everyone does it. Everyone does it. Everyone Which means like it. the guy, me, who spends most of his time thinking about it and the guy who doesn't, we both find out. Yeah, yeah. I wrote an email – to Val, the Ava brothers have a great song about like if if I die, if I'm killed in the city. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, read the letter in my desk. Right. And I was like, that's so crazy. I, I heard it actually for the first time, even though it's clearly one of their popular songs based on how many people were singing along. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Scientifically based on an enormous yeah. theater of people singing along every fucking word. It's a pretty serious, yeah. uh, pretty serious hit. I wrote Val an email, and I was like, it was like a not manic, but a fl- uh, flare up of creativity. And I was yeah, like, yeah. read this at my funeral, and it was about. Yeah, it was called um, Can You Believe I Know? 
And it goes, you want to, now we're full circle. Wait, you wrote something to Val that she's supposed to read at your funeral? I know it's nuts, but you know, she might not do it. it what did you write? It was about, can you believe I know? I was like, I spent so much of my life wondering what death is, and now I know. Isn't that crazy? It's like supposed to be funny. You think it's too heavy? No, I don't think it's too heavy. I just think about... Um, it's nuts? No, I don't think it's nuts. It's too much to ask of Val? She's, Look, she doesn't have to I have it. my feelings about what's going on with you and Val. I don't know. Ah! I have no feelings about it at See, all. So you want to talk about my anxiety. I'm know, like, she, how did the- you feel? Like, I remember reading about, like, Steve Jobs. Stevie G. Steve, Stevie J. <laughs> Steve Jobs' last words. His, like, deathbed words. What were they? Oh, do you not know this? I think I do, but I've forgotten. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Hit it. And you, like, I remember reading that because, you know, he was, he'd been sick for a long time and he was like a very, uh, you know, he was like a deep dive. He, was, he concentrated on stuff. He did. And, that and was, he did a lot of psychedelics. And he did a lot of psychedelics. And, uh, and then I forget if his sister wrote about it. She was in the room and he died, but it was, oh, wow. Oh, wow. <gasps> Shit. Maybe it wasn't Steve Jobs. Was it Steve Jobs or George Harrison? I think it was Steve Jobs. It wasn't George Harrison. Because I saw that document. Oh, God. That document. The, well, he lit the room. I know. That other, that line, he lit the room. And then I'm like, did he really light the room? And then the Woody Allen in me goes like, well, what if I die and I don't light the room? And everybody's like, oh, I thought really? he was. really? I didn't get that I far. I spiritual. I just thought about George. I mean, I just thought about George. I just thought like, oh, maybe that does actually happen. But I mean, Steve Jobs, oh, wow. I was like, what does that mean? Uh, Sam Kinison, car accident. You know, pastor most of his life, then comedian who, you know. Sure, sure. Uh, was wild, but still had that heart. And um, said uh, he was dying on the pavement, and his, I believe it was his brother looked at him. And Sam Kinison was like uh, looking out, up like a cliche towards heaven and was like, no, no, no. And then he goes, okay, okay, all right, okay. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> like smiling, like was like, oh, God. Was like as if being beckoned in. I mean, dimethyltryptamine oh. is being released in your bloodstream. God but damn it. I would say. Uh, God damn it. Well, what do you think about death? You were talking about your grams. Oh, the grams. Oh, God. What do you think happens when you die? I don't know. I have a few irrational, crazy fears. Oh. One of them, which I've had since I was a kid, was I remember like learning about what reincarnation was and then being terrified. And not in a karmic sense. Mm. Because I was like, oh, reincarnation makes so much sense. Energy neither created nor destroyed. We all like recycle. this. You're recycled around, whatever. Yeah. And then I got this idea in my head that there's a fixed number of living things in the world, and we all are just someone on a is high right now, by now taking a taking a turn. And so right now, I'm taking my turn as Jesse Klein. Mm-hmm. Someone was Jesse Klein before. Like it's all a tape that's just getting played with one gadillion people over and over. Oh. And so at some point, and this is literally my crazy, I don't know. I mean, I certainly not the only person to maybe think this, but then I think, oh no, at some point I'll be reincarnated into the person whose head is chopped off by ISIS. And that could be the body I land in next time is that I'm the person who gets head chopped off by ISIS. I'm not talking about me currently fearing that. No, but, I understand. You know what I mean? What if I'm born in well, Syria and then that I, my, I get that person and that person who had that in this life is then becomes I, Jesse Klein, I'd a say, comedy writer in their next life. God, that would be a bummer. I don't want to feel like that. I don't know. I don't want to know what that feels like. Well. So that's one thing. The reincarnation person, reincarnation breakfast, would, yeah. would tell me. Oh, boy. Would say you've already been the person that's had your head, head cut off. You know what I mean? And, and it's all. Yeah, I want to do it again. 
Well, isn't that interesting? Like a reincarnation person will see a child who's born with a. Person. Have you never had that fear? Of course, you have. No, everyone I, I, fears I being reincarnated you. by. No, 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 no. I don't. I wouldn't throw it that way. I was thirty-five when I started thinking about these things, but it's right. like um, the idea of being a pig in a factory farm. Sometimes I'm like pig in a factory farm. Also, not amazing. Why do I feel that'd be terrible? Compassion is it? I, I, I don't want to say, like, we we start losing people when I go, like, maybe I already was a pig. Right. That's but, why you're vegan. You were the pig. But why is a kid so afraid of water? The reincarnationist would be like, oh, you drowned or you were stabbed or why are you so afraid? Right. You think why, that. I, 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 I Do you like, believe that? I like to think about that it. That there's, like, a past life thing that is affecting – because I don't believe that it's – I've never thought about the interconnectivity. Like, the karma idea – that's actually, I think, separate from a car- from karma, but – that like there's a residual personality trait that's left over from like the life before. I've never, I don't yeah. know that for some reason I've never engaged with that idea. It doesn't, you know, it's interesting to me. Ram Dass, I, I was reading, he was talking about dreams. I do read sometimes. <laughs> he was talking yeah. about dreams and he wasn't big into dreams. He was like, yeah, if it means something to you, it means sure, something. We'll dream. And I happen to be the guy that's like, no, we should get into our dreams. Yeah, talking. yeah. It's fine. Whatever, what is putting, what's helping you keep control where the spiritual ball is going? Right. What puts the bumpers up? And for me, it's not that juicy to consider where I may have been or what I might be going. Right. It's not as helpful really? as it is to maybe consider. I'm just talking about this is Pete today. Talk, yeah. Talk to Pete tomorrow. I'm talking to Pete today. You can only, he's the only one available right now. He's the only right one now. available right now. But, you know, right now I'm like what, what – keep what it, and then what is a, a very good spiritual question to me. Right, it's like, right. And then what? And then what? You know, the story – this is my one – fact, I always say that they talk about Buddha wanting to get off the cycle. Right. That's why these people are going for God. They're yeah. going for the the oblivion is because they're tired of yeah. how many I talk about how many movies do we have to see that teach us that money don't give us happiness. Right. How many lives do we have to live before we stop clinging? Right. That's what Gary is telling me in that fantasy. Oh, the clinging. It just ends. Stop clinging. And when you die, if you're clinging, that's what you come back as. That's another thing I've heard. What do you mean? Like the perfect uh, monk dying with his Buddha mind, no clinging, no desire, for a flutter of a second remembers how beautiful a deer is, and he's a deer. That's kind of the Oh, how do you not think of that deer at the Uh, end? No, don't think of a pink elephant. Yeah. You're going to do it. Yeah. Oh, there it is. But that's, you know, I'm not an expert at at the karma stuff, but it's like, what do we have to learn? What, What is it, if we're looking at spans of lifetimes, Yeah, Ramdas will talk about Oh, I have this grit that's still on me. Right. It needs to be refined right. in a furnace. Give me some of my crime bar. Please. Where he would be like, if I could come back as a child in Africa and be raped by a warlord and die of AIDS, I could tick off this, this, and that. Like, he starts looking at it that way. I know right. that sounds out of context. That sounds absurd. But when you really start, Not at all. Ah, when you start looking at experience and, and suffering as the things that t- – as vehicles. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm out of my depth. I'm out of my depth. I don't fucking know what happens. But what did you think? Do you talk to your Grams? Um, no. I mean, when I think of the Grams, I mean, the Grams was like one of the most. I mean, she went. She had a tough life and was always a very sort of focus on the positive person hmm. and very inspirational. And she, um, I think she was just. She was the first person I ever like saw on their deathbed. Mm-hmm. And um I'm still a deathbed verge. It's deathbed verge. Yeah. Deathbed verge. It's um it is like you're not the same. I don't think you're totally I mean you're the same. 
still you, but with more laundry. Yeah. Still you. Less Seen someone on their deathbed. More laundry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Still you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. it was, I remember, she, so she was, you know, she lived on her own. She was super independent, 97. And then, she, you know, she would have, the thing is, she probably would have just kept going because she wasn't sick. She tripped at home, hmm. fell, broke her shoulder. Then you die because you're in the hospital and you're old and your body just starts. It's just like, that's why people trip and it's kind of often when you're old, old, old. The beginning of the end. So she tripped. She's in the hospital with a broken shoulder. And at first, we're like, okay, well, she's 97. She's made it through a shit ton. She broke her shoulder, but right. it's, not, it's not cancer. She has a broken shoulder. And then, you know, slow, like, slow decline, like, not getting out of the hospital, not getting out of the hospital, compounding problems, not getting out of the hospital. Now I've been going on for, like, two or three weeks, things piling up. And I went to go visit her. And she was getting a little scared. This is so sad. Mm. And then she looked at me, and we were just talking, we were bullshitting around. And she was like, but she was uncomfortable in some way, physically. Um, and they just told her she'd have to stay. <clears throat> and she said, she, I'll never forget it. And she looked at me and she said, am I dying? Mm. What's that noise? It's the dog drinking. Oh, my God. I was like, what is that so cute? So she said, am I dying? Mm. And I said, no. Mm. But she was. And the same way that, like, the moment when I was, not to keep bringing it back, I gave birth. But the moment I was giving birth, I'm like, this is one of those moments that happens to other people. Mm -hmm. I don't give birth. Yeah, and I don't die. I eat cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just eat cheese. And I (laughs) fucking drive around and I think thoughts. That's right. And this is something that happens to other people. And then I fucking was like oh my god i'm giving birth oh my god and my grandmother was someone who ate cheese and fucking drove around thought and thoughts. thought thoughts and then it's like oh dying happens to other people now it's happening to you and it was the first time i'd seen someone be like oh it's kind of happening to me mm. and it's i don't know i hope you don't have to see someone but like you know eventually whatever but it i think it's the con it's the concreteness of even just that one Talking about like details, like just having that one detail mm-hmm. that stuck with me. So I was like, oh God, the sadness of this. And then she died and she lived a very full life and she, you know, 97 years old. It's like, where's the sadness? But like that passage is sad. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hard. It is. Hi, comedy podcast listeners. Oh, we've stopped being I, comedy yeah, podcasts I Fuck you. <laughs> oh my God. But you, yeah, people will always say the idea of a wave not dying. Have you heard this one? Mm. So you are a wave. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you are a person, but you're a part of the ocean the way that a wave is a part of the ocean. So the ocean is awareness and you're incarnating as a wave because a series of circumstances happens and you're the wave. And then the wave goes for a little bit and then the wave hits the shore and it scatters out and it gets sucked back and there's no more wave. But there never was a wave. It was just the ocean being the ocean. the ocean. That's what they Doing would say. Doing that ocean thing. But what sucks, I guess, is we're waves that go, I'm a wave and that shore's getting pretty good. So I can sit on the beach and go, isn't it lovely? The sizzle, you know, the sizzle of sure. the wave. And you're just like, that's that, the white noise that's, I listen to. It's gorgeous, right? I, I hope I didn't just ruin it with this death. Condition. No, no, it was already there. No, but I it is that. beautiful to watch. And when I, I'm very struck that 
every time Jesus teaches, he points to nature. He's always like, look, nature, look, nature. And I'm always very struck that the cultures like our own that are so detached from nature are often the ones that have the hardest time with birth and death. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But – and w- here we are in L.A. without seasons, which I actually like, but whatever. <laughs> so you do a, like it? I don't mind it. Really? I, find, I find that I don't mind it. I, I travel enough that I get to visit the other seasons. Right, and right. I'm like, oh, right. And yeah, then I can please. leave. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm in a T-shirt all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah. But um, – I don't know. I, that is full-bellied, happy with Val. Pete will tell you that we're a wave, and then scared, alone, four a.m. Pete Val's yeah. out of town, and I'm, uh, you know, raw. I'll just be like, oh no, yeah. What if I'm not a wave? What if this is all just baloney? Right. And I'm just carbon, and I'm just thoughts, and I'm just brain. And when I die, what mattered? That that can make you panic. What mattered? What mattered? What was the point of that? I see. I never worry about the point. Hmm. I don't worry about the point. I feel like the point is connected to like. I don't know. That is the least scary part to Isn't that me. Fun? For some weird reason. See, there you go. That's like me oh, not worrying uh, about. There's the something like, I'm totally cool with. Yeah, you're cool with the point. I'm cool with the point. I feel like <laughs> I am. I feel like the point is for like uh, is for. S- points for someone else or something are you gonna say suckers which i also would accept no but like the point when i'm like what was the point of my life like i don't feel like that has anything to do with me like that to me is like god knows like when people argue about what god is yeah it makes me create like i'm so uninterested because it's like well you're never there's no way to know like when people talk about god like they like there's a knowable answer it's like what? Well, your God must suck because there's no mystery for right. you. Shouldn't mystery be mysterious? There's, yeah, like if you know the answer, what is then? Why is there God for you? Yeah, like right. it's for filling in the mystery. Right. So the point part, I'm like, I'm here, and it's not really any of my business. Can like I, the ultimate reason why I'm here. I'm trying to think of a. There's a great quote where I believe it was the manager of you two, maybe. Sure. He said. Um, God is the blanket we put over the mystery to give it shape. Isn't that a good one? Triangles. <laughs> Triangles. That's right. But what about the space in that animation that isn't anything? Oh, <laughs> the space. The space. Pete, is there, what else do you want to know? Is there anything else? <laughs> I never heard about wardrobe. What wardrobe? happened at wardrobe? We were talking oh, about wardrobe. Oh, we were talking about Dana at wardrobe. Dana. Dana. Um, she does the wardrobe and she, um, does Amy's wardrobe. Yes. And she was talking about like, you'll be, she'll be in a trailer and she gets out and there's just 15 paparazzi people. And I was like, that's a friend. You want to say like, I'm fancy. That's a friend that I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Somebody went to Italy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. You can drive to Rhode Island, but some people go to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, wow, that's that's just a completely Do you want that? unrecognizable life. I was actually again, not the paparazzi on the way. I here, know you don't want the paparazzi. Some people want the paparazzi. I was actually considering just how almost exactly where I want to be. I am. Yeah. And then I was like, that's funny because you're about to have a show on TV, so it'll change, right? Presumably, right? But you know, you go to the concert last night. What is your show going to be on again? What what is it? Wait, what 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 outlet? Network? It's Network. on HBO. HBO. But I went to the concert last night, and maybe three or four people were like, "Hey, I love you." Yeah. And I was like, "This is perfect." Right. The perfect. three or four. Three or four. That's great. If, it a- wasn't, if Amy went to that show, yeah, she would. That's what she's got. A, that's the thing now. Over. Do you 
feel when you didn't have the three or four where you're like, I'm not there? Well, that goes back. Were you aiming really for three or four? There's clearly something in my psyche that was like, I would like. I always go back to Letterman. Letterman talked about liking being famous because it makes everyone friendly. Right. He's like, I go to the store. People are happy to see me. Right. So for better or worse, that fucked up part of me right. that had the adoring mother, the the hold up my turd. Uh, and, how and, can I make her everywhere? And applaud that. Yeah. How do I make that? How everywhere? do I make her everywhere? It's not my fault. It's the animus. I learned that that was love and that's okay. It's not for everybody. And maybe there's even some dysfunction in that. Right. But I like it. Right. Not in the way that you might expect. It's not that I'm like, you're goddamn right. I'm a big deal. I don't look at no. iTunes ratings. I don't look at right. when I was had a TV show. Never looked at ratings. Maybe right. I should have. <laughs> oh, beat! I don't look at Twitter followers. It's not that sort of thing. Right. I like living in a world where everyone's. I in unfollowed a while. you during this interview. Ooh, child. I like a world where a bearded guy that tears the tickets at the Greek says, "I love you," and I say, "Thank you. I love you too, Chris." His name was Chris. Hit it. You are the kind of person who learns people's names when they tell you they're a fan. You say, "What's your name?" I do. I am. And you know what I'll do? I've already bragged about this, but I'm very proud of it. Yeah. I'll do a meet and greet. I'll meet somebody at the beginning of the line. Let's say it's Stephanie. Yeah, Stephanie. Two hours later, I'm leaving. There she is. Good night, Stephanie. Boom. Boom. You know why? Good personness achieved. Good. Like Xbox. Good personness achieved. Achievement unlocked. Oh my God. Who are we talking about? But but those are the things that make me feel good. Did you ever play Zelda? Yeah. Someone I was talking, we were talking about Beyonce and Lemonade and how, like, Beyonce has become this other thing. Yeah. Like, she started as one thing. We're like, I don't think you're ready for this. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. super broad. Like, we get it. I fucking love it. Love it. She was my body to bootylicious. Yes. I just thought that was someone else. Destiny's Child. Oh, right. And now she's taken this turn. I, yeah, the others. She's taken this turn. Where yeah. she's doing like weird shit and crazy shit. And she's kind of like a billionaire performance artist. Yeah. And anyway, we're just. But she's about, also a symbol. She's turned she's herself a, into oh, a bad it's a whole. There's a, it, she's, anyway, me and my friend were talking Deeply about. Deeply inspiring to We were like, she has. It's like she, she got to the end of the video game. We're like, she found Zelda. Oh. Beyonce has found Zelda. Like she, she found she the made, triangle. She made her way through every level. Wow. Like. I don't know why this felt so deep. We were getting drunk at lunch. No, we were just talking about the. I just, I don't know. I just like, I'm obsessed with her. And I'm not here to spiritualize that and say, who cares? Because you get there and you go, I'm still a person. I'm still here. Right. Uh, I'm here to say that that is fun. That's cool. It's interesting to see human potentiality. To me, my heroes become Ramdas in a wheelchair with a stroke who goes, like, I have a non circumstantial happiness, a bliss of being. Right, Those are right, my heroes. Right. And the Beyonce's. I also love Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Yeah. I really do. Do you really? I really do. We're going to go see her. <sighs> I know. I know. Oh, Beyonce. It's I can't. Why? Bed, Bath, and Beyonce. Why? If you think I have, if you don't, if you think I don't start every day by saying Bed, Bath, and Beyonce, <laughs> just, to hear, just to hear what it feels like. I was writing a script with an empowered uh, female character. And uh, she says, I'm Beyonce, bitch. And I was very proud of that. And to become on Girls, she goes, do you like that? And she goes, ugh, it's Beyonce. And it wasn't Beyonce. It was something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, that's when, that's why Batman makes sense. You put on the costume and you're like, we can't, Batman. That's why God makes sense. That's why metaphors make sense. Beyonce is, gets a heavy flow period. 
But when she's on stage, she's Beyonce. You know what I mean? Miss Knowles. <laughs> well, that took a weird little turn I'm, for you. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you talking about Beyonce's heavy period? I'm saying what you and I have been doing is a lot of poking holes in these symbols and being like, yeah, but at the end of the day, she's sad and you're still gets just, corn in her teeth. You're still just there. You're still just there. But on that stage, it's like Richard Rohr saying churches that believe in everything don't get anywhere. Right. So if she was only sharing sometimes I'm this and sometimes I'm that, uh, we wouldn't get the same thing out of her. We need these archetypes and these avatars to be like, I am female sexuality and confidence so we can pour ourselves into them. And when we get poured back, we're a little bit different. I don't know. I mean, oh, we could just go on and on. On and on lemonade, like a couple of lemonades. The lemonade. I didn't see it. I didn't know it was one day. Crazy. Why? Why? Why did you? I don't think. I think that's all showbiz. You do? He didn't fuck anybody else. He You're has, a fucking maniac. For not watching it? Well, one. No, if you think that Jay-Z didn't cheat on her. But he has lyrics where he says, I'm monogamish. Like, they're open. I don't know. So this is all... What was the elevator video? This is what was Solange attacking him for? This is Lady Macbeth. This is just... This is, <laughs> this is just... This is a play in the uh, castle. I don't know. What's the old saying? Like, every for every hot woman you see, there's a guy who's, like, tired of fucking her. That's so funny. I just thought of that yesterday. I've heard it as, no matter how cra- Halle Berry amazing she is, couldn't fucking keep a man. There's like, someone who thinks she's absolutely crazy. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'm I'd, not an expert on this. But yeah, I believe he fucked Rachel Ray. I'm just getting Rachel Roy. Oh, poor I, Rachel poor Ray. Poor Rachel Ray. I know. But so, so, it wasn't Rachel Ray, everybody. What if it turns out it was Rachel Ray? Get He's like, there. you know what gets my dick hard? Eating E-D-O. a casserole. Oh. Turned, like, covered in cheese. Um, oh, Rachel Ray. My mom's fave. My mom's fave. Every mom's fave. So easy. One of my faves. You just pour a can. Into the... No, she... Don't confuse her with the... Oh, she's pour a can. Rachel Ray is pour a can. With like one other there's thing. There's one of it's them. half cooking. <laughs> no, she's not Paula Dean. But there's another one on the Food Network that always made me it's sad. Just, oh, the which one. Which was like. Oh, uh, with the with the Kwanzaa cake. That famous video. Kwanzaa cake? The one who dates Andrew Cuomo or did. What's her name? The woman on she has a fa- there is a famous YouTube video. She makes disgusting food. Yeah. She's a thing. Yeah, and there she's like famous- put the easy cheese in instead she of made the ricotta. Kwan- she's this like white blonde lady. Yeah, and she made a Kwanzaa cake, and it was like you just dump. It's just dumps. I was gonna Google it. Sandra Lee. Sandra, Sandra Lee. Lee. Is that who you're thinking of? Yes. And what's her show called? It's called like. It'll do. <laughs> Are you drunk? Are you still working? Yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> you had one of the, my favorite sketches of all time semi-homemade? on semi homemade. You had uh, semi guomoid. Michael Guomo. What? Guomo. Never mind. What? You, Michael and Michael have issues. You had oh. the breakup sweatpants. Oh, sweatpants. I'm still pretty proud of sweatpants. You should be. That was like something. I mean, I feel like I didn't know how. I still don't know how to write anything, but I, that was like one of the first sketches I wrote where I was like, oh, this makes me giggle and laugh. Yeah, really I feel funny. like I found a thing. You found a whatever. thing. But aren't you, you're hitting some, you're hitting some solid, solid hits on Schumer. I mean, Go ahead. Writers don't get to do this. What are some of the ones you wrote? Some oh, of, some uh, of the hits. Unless I, you don't want to. No, no, I don't know. I, I like giving other people on the show. There, I feel like most of the things that people loved on that show were written by other other writers. Um, except for except for I wrote Last Fuckable Day, which was the one with Julia Louis Dreyfus and Tina Fey and Patricia Arquette, and I wrote. Um, 
Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking blank. I don't know. It's, it's like okay. yeah, whatever. You write enough. a lot of. Funny I wrote stuff. enough. I wrote you enough. Write a lot I'm of working stuff. on it. Look, Amy Schumer it. is the is the quote on yeah, your book. Yeah, she fucking threw. She a quote says out Jesse there. Klein is a brilliant comedic mind, and this book is a perfect reflection of that. It's like having a glass of wine with your best friend you wish you had. That's exactly what the book is like. Does Amy like want to hang out more? <laughs> it just seems like she could have said something to me. Yeah. Um, oh, and you got the eyeglass on oh, the back. Oh, eyeglasses. Ira you are. Oh, see, this is gross. See, I'm at the point. I, I love Ira Glass. I love Ira Glass. Act one. Act one. People with pets. Um, oh! That's for some reason always my Ira Glass bad impression. Act one. What does he always People say? He, always go, he goes, uh, don't leave us. Or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, there's a long a, a word, an unusually long pause, and don't the other two words. Go anywhere. <laughs> there's always like that, and even a guest host will do it. Yeah, they won't they know talk, to do it. They won't talk like him until they go. They know don't to do it. Leave us. Do you listen to Alec Baldwin's podcast a lot? You know what I don't like about it? As we close in on three hours. Yeah, we should. Too short. Too short. I get. I've been deep diving I that get, shit big time. Throw a book angry when he interviewed Letterman. Oh. At the end of it, Letterman goes, I feel like we're just getting started. Is it really over? And Alec Baldwin's like, Yeah, 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 it's over. Keep talking to him. Keep talking. We won't always have him. For someone who you look at him and you're like, Oh, uh, you know, whatever, Al Baldwin, actor we love, but like your press presentation is not great. You seem like all the things you seem. Yeah. And then you listen to the podcast and you're like, all I want to do is be at a dinner party with you every with minute B. of the day for the rest of my life. You're the most charming, yeah. smart. I'd like to point out my only criticism was there's not enough of it. Not enough of I it. I do like it. I don't know. Tom York? I do love him. I didn't listen to that one. Yeah, well, I'm just a British girl. Yeah. What was your thing? I remember it's still one of my favorite Pete Holmes Ooh. from our, what was we our? Have, punch up your life. Punch up your life. Your British, your British accent impression. Where I, I can't model. It won't feel real. Oh, oh my, my God. Fucking God. I can't you remember that. It doesn't feel real. They say. Modu. 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 Feel real. And feel oh, becomes Those words. Feel. When I wake up in the morning, I said, I say Bed Bath and Beyonce because I like the way it sounds. And then I go, Modu. Feel real. When I was a Modu, it when didn't was... feel real. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Why is it so enjoyable? It didn't feel real. It didn't feel real. Oh, that's the best accent. It's a fun and, the, and it's a very specific British it's accent. It's very specific. And the, to a region. the pain of it, you're like, oh, I wish I could talk like that because it's so fun. But they don't know they're talking that way. I know. They to don't them, hear it. It just sounds like this. It sounds like us. Feel real. When I was in Melbourne, I was like, you guys realize you're doing it wrong. <laughs> like, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we. It's not a noise. Yeah, we. This is a noise. Right. I say this, and you go, Nee's. Yeah. Uh, you know that's wrong. Water I, goes down the, the other way. When the water goes down the drain, it goes the other way down there. Do you know that? When I did it, feel real. It didn't feel real. Oh, it was so God. disappointing to watch the water go the other way. Yeah, I couldn't tell you which way it goes. And I also had a toilet that had the more like bucket feel. Not like a swirl feel. Ooh, don't like that kind of toilet one bit. Give me a fucking swirl my shit yeah, yeah. away from yeah, me. Tell I don't trust story. the buck. Tell a narrative. <laughs> don't just don't just don't propel water in my shit. I have left more parties and restaurants, small restaurants with one bathroom because I pooped mm. and the bucket flush <laughs> didn't get rid of it. And I and then you do an, you do a certain number of flushes. 
How dare you? You do a certain number of flushes, and then it makes that sound of like, which means like it's, it's not going to flush yeah. again. Yeah. And you're like, well, time to move states. Yeah. Can't stay here. I also don't Gotta like, go. I don't like when the turd often in the bucket flush where it hits the, like, doesn't hit water. It doesn't always. Oh, and then you leave a little stain. Yeah. Like what am I going to do? Scrub a little it? Toy Story 3, everyone's <sighs> holding hands while it's going towards the fire. <laughs> I don't want to see evidence of what happened. I spend so much time worrying about a toilet I've left behind in a not great state. I know. You got to get a uh, a toto. That's a toto. Well, you live in L.A. now. It's on its way. (laughs) It's coming. What is it? It's a seat that's a bidet that also cleans the toilet. It's very Japanese. They have figured out everything that matters. No one poops in Japan anymore. They figured it out. No. There's just... an update. You know how like a Tesla will update itself? Japanese people just over Wi-Fi get they the They plug update. in. They plug in and charge. No gas. No poops. That's it. I don't know. I don't know. That was all over the road. Pete, I'm so... I, <laughs> You're so I'm t- a working mother. You seem I'm a working so, so mother. I want... Working a mother. I didn't put it on here. But oh, I God. every time I see it. you, I well, it's almost Jesus one. Christ. Jesus the Christ. Gotta it's not go. his last name. It's just uh, go. Jesus. The, whenever anyone says <laughs> Jesus the Christ, I, no one says that. No, are you kidding? Do they? Je- Jesus the Christ. That's a very specific Christian thing, and I will say, Yikes. as a Jew who occasionally feels unsafe around Jesus talk, yeah. When you hear someone talk about Jesus the Christ, I'm like, it's time to get on a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. bus and get That's out of there. That's the new like, open up the liquor. Yeah, yeah like, Jesus the a, Christ means sound. like mm, no good, not great. Get away from that. Get away from that. Anyways, uh, I, 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 I've said it. I'm happy to say I've said it so many times that it doesn't really need to be said. But you're so important to me. Oh, Pete. and you know you gave me my first break. Oh, Pete, you really did. I don't think I gave you your first break. It was we certainly had that an for early lunch. one. All I said was I thought you were really funny. No, you missed. You know, we did have that lovely lunch where mm-hmm. I was shushed. I was shushed several times. Yes, I always get shushed in small restaurants. <laughs> By the chef. The chef came out and shushed me. Oh, God. Because he made me laugh. But, um, and laughing apparently isn't okay in mm, small New Jesus York the Christ. <laughs> Jesus the Christ. Jesus I can't laugh. Christ. Um, but no, I, I did Welcome to Our Week, you and Nick Kroll's show. I did a set. You saw me. You watched. I watched it. I emailed you. I got it from Nick, sweet Nicky Kroll. I don't remember any of these details anymore. That's why it's good to remember, oh, I think. And feel you, real. I didn't feel quite real. <laughs> and, I, and I knew you were working at Comedy Central. I, not to be so snaky, but I was like, she could maybe help me. No. And then I wrote back. I was like, I want to do... Thank you so much for the set. I didn't even. I, didn't, I don't remember any. I didn't of drive this. at it. I wanted you to talk about premium blend. Oh, premium yeah. blend! Remember when everything depended on it's premium like, blend? What's that poem? So much depends on a red wheelbarrow. Oh, so much depends on, on premium, premium blend. blend. It did. Oh God! I wanted to be on premium blend. Tom McCaffrey had been on premium blend. Oh my God! If Tom McCaffrey did premium blend, then you have to do premium blend. No, but I was like, he was the king. He still is one of my faves. But I was like, he's the king. I have to be like that. I got to get on. Premium premium blend. So I did your show, didn't talk to you about it that night, emailed you just, just to say thank you. It is. Cagey. It's cagey. You know what? Beyonce was cagey. Yep. How else did she fucking get to where she is? I was summoning she my She sent me an yards. email. Did she? No. No! <laughs> no, but I'm saying she sent those emails. But I wrote... It's not cagey. It's like... I, exactly. It's just part of it. And I said, um, thanks for having me. It was great. And you wrote back, thanks for doing it. 
you should submit for premium blend. You mentioned it. Pete, I don't want to be so gross, but you sent me this email asking, do you want to do my podcast? And I had been meaning to email you very baldly just to say, I mean, A, I love your podcast. I've always wanted to do it. But quite baldly, specifically, I was like, oh, I should do this thing because my book is going to come out. I'm trying to be a person who fucking makes people do shit. And then you sent it to me without me even. Boom. It was weird. It didn't feel real. It doesn't feel Connection. It doesn't feel real. Pete, I'm so excited for everything that's going on in your life. (laughs) In our lives. In our Um, lives. And uh, wait, so when is your show coming on again? The other thing, one more. Yeah. So I replied to that and I was like, oh my God, I'd love to. And then I said in that email, going Uh, for seconds, I go, I also have always wanted to do Best Week Ever. You didn't reply to that one. Wait. Next thing I know, I get an email from Fred Graver, the EP. (gasps) You did the move, which I've done since then. I've paid that forward. I do remember that. Where you email Fred and he emails me. I do. It's gangster. And within six months of moving to New York, because of you, I was making a living. When oh, Pete Holmes. Thank you. Everything. I remember when everything depended on premium blend. So much depends on On best week ever and premium blend. But it best week ever was four hundred bucks an episode. Oh my god! And it was every week. Stashed away so much money, fucking running to do fucking best week ever. Amazing. So thank you. No joke, boys. Thank you. I've said that. So Pete. many times. Oh my god, I can't. And even. I can't plug enough your book, and I will check it out, and, okay. and you'll grow out of it as the book. I don't know. I I will say about the you book. could have emailed and said I want to promote. Oh, I was I would going have been to. Like, Please, oh no, I was planning on emailing you. you. I was planning on emailing you, and it was just weird that I we had a little you. thing. Um, I will only say this about the book, just yeah. because I also I would encourage anyone who I don't know. I worked. It's really it's hard. hard. It's so hard. I, mean, this is I do book. feel like I, yeah, there's all the pages. I did I work really photos. hard on it. Yeah. Like, oh, I think I worked harder font. on it than I've ever worked worked on anything. So we'll see how that oh, goes. But I, And I also feel like oh, I'm at peace. There's little footnotes at the book. Oh, oh, gross. All right, I have to go take care of my child. Ew. Oh, you have to go? Yeah, I should probably go. This is a great font. Um, I don't know. It's hard to pick the fonts. It's a great font. Thanks. I'll, it's actually hand-typed I'll, every copy. <laughs> I'll, I'll heave a book. Book of Eli style. Was this um, all right? This is great. Do you I feel don't good? Know. I feel okay about it. Welcome to my have world. So many great ones. This was a great one. Are you kidding me? <gasps> if one person, this, if one woman not... feels okay about having giving birth whichever way she wants, then I will have achieved my job. thing. Well, I mean, we could do a whole another one where we talk about your comedy life, but oh god, who cares? <laughs> I mean, literally, I don't really. I mean, sure, no. Um, I get it. Pete, I there'll think be more. Great. I think this was great. Thank you for having me. Yes. Would you say keep it crispy? You're going to say something to Katie first? I was going to say thanks, Katie. I don't like that, um, but yeah, thank you. You're like, <laughs> um, does she really do very much? I'm kidding. She's She's been here for three hours with us. Um, She's the best. Keep it crispy, Pete. You keep it crispy. Keeping it as crispy as I can. <laughs> you're doing it. We did 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 it. Now leaving Nerdist.com.